0: Albuquerque's macro-aggression, Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Well, by
1: Monday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk at EM1600, KIVADQ.fm, rockoftalk.com, 550-5500 5, here on this Halloween. It is trick-or-treat Monday, and the October surprise has happened, and you may not have called it a surprise because you're waiting for the media to tell you how to think what to do, and uh, I'm here to tell you do not panic. Um, there are some things that we have to sort out, and sort of sifting through the news, let me just go ahead and kind of, you know, um, assemble everything so that you understand. Uh, what happens during these last 10 days is a lot of noise, and you have to understand that you have to sift through that noise. That's a hard thing to do while you're going to work preparing kids for Halloween. And in fact, that's what I want you all to do today is just enjoy your Halloween as much as you possibly can because then it'll be the next seven days. And, you know, take a deep breath. Understand that I know there's a lot riding on all this. Things aren't what they should be. Uh, And in many cases, there's going to be many states that aren't going to be the way that things also shouldn't be. And it looks like New Mexico is going to be part of that basket. I had the opportunity to spend the weekend in Arizona uh, for a friend of mine. I gave his uh, best man slash toast. uh, And I was very excited about uh, doing such a thing. I had been asked uh, to do that several times, uh, eulogies and things like that. But I particularly enjoyed this one because it was people that I didn't know. And, you know, I, I should should say that we're in this tenuous time you're in a room uh thanksgiving or christmas you're running into people that you may not have sort of political allegiance with uh, the guy that i happen to sit next to i knew ahead of time that he was a uh, total opposite in every way shape and form <laughs> he's actually the marketer for steve harvey you know charlotte the god uh the the breakfast club all these types of things but you know we found a way to get along and talk about politics in, in a way that i thought uh, was, you know, very respectful. And that is all but gone in the larger arena, right, of Of politics right now. And that's what you're going to see for the next 10 days. So this is when you pull away from the TV. You don't give it, get driven by polls, uh, the late polls that are coming in. Uh, there's a lot of people who do a lot of wishful thinking and they try to back it up. Um, Joe Monahan is a classic example of that worried as all get out on Friday and and taking a deep breath and basically calling the race for Michelle Lujan Grisham here on this Monday. Now we know uh, as those polls came out yesterday in the Albuquerque Journal, a lot of people took a step back, myself included, and say, okay, well, that doesn't match up with what we're feeling. It doesn't match up with what we're seeing. It doesn't match up with, you know, the way that you're asking every Tom, Dick, and Harry out there and they're telling you, I'm not voting for Michelle Lujan Grisham. And there's a lot, Of that going on now, I also want to remind you, and and this is going to be a long show that isn't going to be as substantive as, I'd love to focus on economy. I'd love to focus on crime. I'd love to focus on actual issues. That's not what happens in the last 10 days. There's lots of noise. Now, I'm going to take you back, and I'm going to remind you that I was the only person to call the Trump election. Okay, Joe remembers that. Uh, both Paul guessing and Don Muska remember that. You know, I had I said Donald Trump's going to win. This is why. Okay, now I'm not going to tell you Mark, Mark Ronketti's going to win, just yet. Just yet. But I want you to take a deep breath and remember back to 2016 when I told you the day before I have the recording, and I pre- predicted to everybody that Donald Trump was going to win. Oh. Hillary Clinton's going to win seven, eight, nine points. Oh, she's a sure thing. Boy, she's going to get, I don't know. Who knows how many electoral votes, 350, four, I mean, it, it was insane. They were calling like 400 early. And all of a sudden you just saw this groundswell of support for Donald Trump. I don't think the same thing is going to happen. I'm still sort of sifting through information, having come back. I don't believe that respectful conversation is there. Remember, Hillary Clinton had uh, just admittedly, you know, on the Benghazi stuff and all that had come out. And then you had the, the Billy, uh, Billy Bush tape that came out with Donald Trump saying what he did in the middle of October. But everything is at that point. That same point, a week ahead of time, Donald Trump was visiting, uh, oh, five years ago yesterday, he was visiting what, okay? By 22, 18, 7, 16, excuse me, six years. He was visiting the airport hangar. Nobody thought he had a chance. Donald Trump did not win New Mexico at that time, but he came here anyway for a last-minute stop. Joe Biden is coming this week for a last-minute stop. Michelle Lujan Grisham didn't have access to that USA poll, okay? So she called in Joe Biden, and now they're trying to take a sigh of relief. If you want to believe that Michelle Lujan Grisham is going to win, then she is going to win. It's as simple as that. But for all those people who believe that there's no way and way believe that Donald Trump was going to win, Donald Trump was going to win. It's just like that. Do not allow these polls, they're suppression polls, they're put out by hoity-toity pollsters. Like Brian Sanderhoff, I outperformed my own poll by seven points, went from 13 to 20%, okay? I guarantee you there was more than 20% who voted for me. We believe, we knew, I knew all we wanted to do is get to a runoff, okay? With Mark Ronchetti, you have the opportunity for a win. And let me tell you just very topically what doesn't work, okay? What doesn't work in terms of the matches, Every one of those polls that have come out have Michelle Lujan Grisham ones. But you said, based upon the Trafalgar poll, which had a sample size of nearly 1,100, which was the second largest sample size out of all the polls. Sanderhoff went and chased that poll. The dates overlap Trafalgar, okay? Here's where the cheating comes in. Set up the expectations, control the polling, suppress turnout, Create the victory. Repeat, repeat. I, I repeat to you: create the polls and the expectations, suppress the vote, push people out, set expectations right, then cheat at the polls. That's what's going to happen if you let it. If you let it. Now, I don't want. And there's so much ground to cover. I, I checked it on the on the uh, on the station on Saturday. Okay do not get baited into all this noise. Violence, Pelosi, Obama, you know, Warnock, all this stuff that's happening to Michelle, do not get baited into this stuff. I would, I would encourage you to stay as far away from Joe Biden and his rally with Michelle Luhan Grisham as possible. I would encourage everyone not to go over there, do not go protest, do not fuel that fire. They will make examples of you. Your shot will be on there. You will be made into a news story. You idiot Badroni patriots who are out there, if Mark Ronchetti loses, it's going to be on you, okay? You guys who have left the Republican Party and now gone to support Mark, Mark Ronchetti, mean, excuse me, Michelle long and not Mark Ronchetti, because you think that there's going to be something left of this Republican Party should we lose the gubernatorial race. We've worked our asses off for the last four years. We've worked too hard for you to just go ahead and throw in the towel in the last 10 days, okay? And I'm going to show you why those patriots, including one candidate who runs a blog site down south, I'm going to tell you why they all want Mark Ronchetti to lose. We want Mark Ronchetti to win. Back after a quick break here in the Kiva. talk. What's a frequency This show. 1600 is a frequency, 419 here in the Kiva. R.E.M., what's the frequency, Kenneth? Happy 91st birthday to Dan, rather, for which that song is penned for. It's an attack. He was attacked uh, yeah, in his 50s, and uh, R.E.M. had the, uh, uh, back in 94. There's a whole bunch of links that you'll have in the notes uh, here this afternoon, uh, which uh, link, uh, and there's so many interesting things. I mean, I got lost on this River Phoenix who died back on this day and the connections between Michael Stipe and river Phoenix and, you know, all of these things. And, and it's amazing the level of connectivity and energy that's constantly like, and all the answers are right in front of us. And you just got to pay attention, you know, to what's right there. And I know I've always told, you know, my audience here in the Kiva to always trust your gut. You've got to trust your gut guys. Don't go against yourself. Once you learn how to go against yourself, you start uh, working on whittling down your common sense. You know deep down where this thing is. You know how this thing is working. You've been down this before. You experienced this back in 2016. This is the same, same method and calculation. It's about creating noise. If they can somehow shake you, question you, right? Somehow make you hesitate. About what you're doing. Second guess yourself. Okay. This is how they practice mind control amongst Democrats it's cognitive dissonance. All right. A good friend of mine, very good friend of mine, a man that uh, I care a lot uh, about. And I was uh, texting him, you know, over the weekend, pretty much the whole weekend. I'm going to read your text. Uh, you guys have a lot of important things to say. And this is a good day to get in. Yeah, it's Halloween, and then tomorrow is seven days. You know, I, I've really, you know, my mind is really focused, really on this. And I said, if we don't get any wins in the state of New Mexico, it's by design. Okay, so let's get back to the redistricting. The redistricting was dividing Roswell into three different areas, 1st, 2nd, 3rd Congressional District. It's why I cannot rationalize how how in the hell Michelle Garcia Holmes has 42% and how one Yvette Harrell has 45% in the polls. Okay. It doesn't, it that doesn't make 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 sense to me. You mean to tell me that Michelle Garcia Holmes has a better chance of beating? I can't even think of her name. What what's the first congressional district woman's name? It's I'm losing my head right now. Can't even think, that's, that, that's, that's why you guys know I should have, you know, gone up against her. I, that, uh, Melanie Stansbury, thank you. Melanie Stansberry, right? She's up six over Michelle Garcia-Holmes, but somehow uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham is up eight over Ron Caddy, like that doesn't add up, right? That doesn't make any sense to me. And then how is Yvette Harrell, after spending the money she did, and having to battle against, back in 2018, against all the cheating that was going on, if you remember Social Tour is small, right? And they still can't even talk about cheating. In Saturday's notes, you had a link that listed every single instance of verified and prosecuted voter cheating since 2006. Every single instance is a Democrat. Every single instance is a Democrat. Let me repeat, every single instance of voter fraud is a Democrat, period. For 20 years, for two decades, since the hanging chads and everything else, the Democrats have been working on the ballot box. That's where they zero in on. Let's not forget... Who was in charge down in Broward County back in 2000? It was the Democrats. You know this. It's fully assembled inside you. Go back to your guts. Go back to your history. So I told my friend this morning, I said, if we don't get any wins, it's by design. There's the redistricting. That's design. That's districting. That's what I was talking about there. Nothing else can be concluded. So if the Republicans don't come out with any win, if we Republicans don't come out with any wins here in the state of New Mexico in 2020, it's because the Democrats designed us out of our ability to go ahead. It has nothing to do with the issues. We went on economy, we went on crime, we went, we are trusted. They are not trusted. They are feared because these little gnats get into government and then they go after people. They go after people, and they leverage all their resources to seek and destroy, and then they gaslight you. The attorney general, together with the secretary of state, they're saying, oh, fear, violence. They set this all up the week before, and then, of course, Paul Pelosi got hit with New Mexico connections to one Tony Anaya back in the day. We'll we'll get to that maybe later on. That's not important now. What is important is you are all being set up for the last week. Weren't they just talking about political violence over the last week? Maggie Toulouse-Oliver, Attorney General, these militia need to get away from the, uh, the, the ballot boxes, and all of a sudden something happens at 2 in the morning, and Paul Pelosi? That is a fake story. All of Saturday's notes told you exactly that. And we're going to go back to that because I'm going to integrate a lot of what's there. And Obama's out there doing his best Jesse Smollett, pushing that story as well. And then, unfortunately, you've got some idiot Republicans. And today, Trump gets included in that because he decided to go ahead and verify and say, oh, yeah, I'm really sorry what's happened to Paul Pelosi. Well, Paul Pelosi was supposed to spend five days in jail. Supposedly a woman was in his car back in May when this whole thing went down, amongst a number of other things, but none of that will ever come to light because they are Democrats. They are Democrats. Understand that. 100% of the FBI is Democrats. Understand that. Okay? Seth Rich, all of his information after what he exposed, Isn't going to come out for 66 years, according to the FBI, because they are, say it with me, because they are Democrats. Understand, your instincts are correct, but you also have to behave during this time, more than any other time. Conduct yourself, especially when they've got you. And don't go out there and make yourself make a mockery of yourself by showing up to Joe Biden's rally. Do not go out there. Do not go out there. I'm telling you right now, do not go out there and protest and make yourself make a scene. Do not do it. We, we gain nothing by being out there. And you gain nothing personally by being out there. Trust me, they will. They look what they've done. They've taken everything they possibly can and thrown it up against the wall. E- even if you've said the word January 6th, it's like you're guilty. Understand this.
2: Heed my warning. I know what I'm talking about. Here we go.
1: We don't get any wins by design. Nothing else can be concluded. Now, listen. So this is how you get worked on group things. The Democrats, they're zombies. Okay? They do what they're told. They repeat, and when they don't understand something or they haven't read something, they make it up, like right in front of you. That, that's how stupid they are. They'll just literally make it up. Oh, no, no, I heard this, this, and this. And then they'll, they'll just come up with random little facts, and, they won't, and us Republicans, are, well, are you sure? We should double-check that, fact-check that, fact-check that. People are lazy, I said. They believe what they want to. They will even make it up to support their erroneous thoughts. No one reads. No one listens. Everyone is a clone or a zombie. We have idiots who look at our leaders in the media for endorsements or direction. Okay. There's all sorts of fallacies here. People ignore everything and anyone who makes them feel uncomfortable, right? We're all looking for confirmation bias. I'm looking for conflict. 24-7. We are the stupidest state in the country, I write. I'm just tired. I get sick of New Mexico and I go to Arizona and they are enjoying like life like you can't believe with a wonderful candidate in Carrie Lake who's even saying the word BS. She would destroy Michelle Lujan Grisham. I could be doing so much more, but I'm cursed with being born here in the state of New Mexico. I, I know that, but I'm here because I love it. And it's not my place to go ahead and just pick up and leave. Okay, He says, you summed up Dr. Leaf personally. So much potential here, he writes, and nothing but failure. It's beyond depressing. Now, if we could just focus on the issues, and I'm gonna come back and tell you why we went on the issues. They went on noise. They went on bias. They went on leverage. They went went on repetition. They went on gaslighting. They went on cognitive dissonance. They went on heuristics. They went on all these other things, but they don't win on the issues, and they do cheat. That is what is going on. Back after a quick break here in the Kiva when we return.
3: I know all there is to know about the crying
1: Four thirty five here in the Kiva. Born on this day. 76 years ago, Stephen Ray, you might remember him as the main character protagonist in uh, The Crying Game. Yeah, you cried uh, after you left that, if you ever saw that movie. Uh, seventy-six. He was also in V for Vendetta and a bunch of other movies. He's from Belfast and uh, 76 uh, years young. Other things uh, go on here this 304th day of 2022, 61 days until 23. Ladies and gentlemen, let's uh, get it right. And don't forget, you can get everything including your five starting points with our Kiva weather station, my Kiva weather station, and check out the weather uh, for the day. And um, like I said, there's just so many things that just, I had no idea Harry Houdini died on this day. And no, he didn't die in the middle of a magic trick. No, folks, he died at the age of 52. He took a punch. There's a really cool little link that you know, he wasn't able to recover from this punch. He was 52 years of age, and he died on this day back in 1926. Uh, he also died of gangrene and something called peritonitis, resulting in a ruptured appendix. And uh, from all accounts, it was, and there's a nice little link to about a 20-minute video that also got caught up in and, and lost in as well. I wish we could just get lost on the issues, right, and focus on the actual issues uh, when it comes to the election. But that's not what it's about anymore about who did what and when at hominem creating a bunch of noise and bluster there at the, uh, the very end. You guys are all texting in, and I'm going to be slow today, but I'm going to cover a lot of ground. I might even go an extra hour. That's how much material that I have. Uh, here's, here's Daniel. He checks in. Okay? Remember, I'm advising you, do not show up. Do not go over there with Joe Biden. You, you gain nothing, and okay? they're only going to make an example of you. I hope that you get the, the word out on this. I'm also going to get the word out on the Opinion Post, uh, all the anti-Ron Ketty stuff that John Block has written over the years. I've captured all of it, and a, uh, <clears throat> a healthy percentage of all of that is very anti-Ron Ketty, and a lot of pro-Badoni stuff on that as well, so we'll talk about that. No worries, Eddie, no plans to even acknowledge Biden in town or any Democrats at this point. That's right. Just ignore him. They love it when you hate I mean, I feed off of people's hate all the time. Trust me, they do too over on the Democrat side. So don't give them any attention. Uh, Eddie, please fact check this guy on radio. Okay, so you're going to have your naysayers, these guys who have maybe a little bit, right? Like, don't vote, voting's cheating. I'm not going to vote. Like, those are the idiots. The, The biggest idiots in all of this are the people who say don't vote at all, right? The second biggest idiots are the people who say vote for Karen Badoni, okay? Those are the second biggest idiots. The, the people who say don't vote at all, you can't trust them, folks, okay? They don't want to participate. In fact, I, I would call them people who generally, what? They're like having stuff to complain about. Do you know people like this? Do you know people like who never want to get things right? Who just, you know, want want to always have something to bitch and moan and complain about? Yeah. Those are the same people who say, oh, voting, all voting's corrupt, that's cheating. Everything's cheating all the time. And then they don't wanna vote, right? But what, what, What? why? You have an opportunity to go have your voice heard. I took my kids to go vote. They were so proud of me voting for myself when I voted or voting at any time. You know, when we vote in the primary, I took them over there So like, we're gonna go vote for them. We voted for Greg Zanetti and we're all excited. By the way, Greg Zanetti will be at the Bernalillo County Republican breakfast. He'll also be on the air on Friday. And uh, he's also throwing a fundraiser uh, for one Mark Ronchetti. Proud of you, Greg. Proud of my good friend, Greg Zanetti, and all that he's done. So this is a guy who's a total moron, an idiot. His name is Ryan White. And I'm not on social media, but uh, this was uh, posted on Facebook. Four years ago, Mark was advocating for ending oil and gas. You know what? I'm not even going to even read it. Okay. But at the very end, it says, at least we know for sure what kind of evil to expect from her. I will stick with Karen Bedoni. This, this, this a-hole's name is Ryan White. Hey, you want to you wanna spend some time instead of going to go see Biden? Go attack this guy. Go attack Ryan White all over the place on Facebook. That's what you should do for being a moron. Capture, screenshot, send it back out for not supporting Mark Ronchetti during a time when we could actually win. Eddie, please fact-check this guy on radio. This guy is constantly cheerleading for Karen Bedoni on Facebook. He looks like a Bush-loving rhino. That's exactly right, Bush-loving rhino. That, there you go, okay? That's exactly what you got with uh, some of these guys. They want Ron Ketty to lose. There's a lot of people, people who are running for office, that want Mark Ronchetti to lose. How stupid can you be? Mark Ronchetti will be the reason why some of these people will get over and win. Just like when I ran here in the city of Albuquerque, how I helped Dan Lewis get to where he was or any of these other, you know, <laughs> instead of dealt with what we got with the embarrassing loss from, you know, Robert Aragon when he lost to Cynthia Borrego. Instead, you got Dan Lewis kicking some butt and he's got a chance to be mayor next time around. He starts controlling that bully pulpit in the city council. And you know he had a good thing that he was running and that was really strong, right? It was very, very strong. Dan was you know, saying my name as much as he could. But, you know, the, the John Rockwells of the world or the, the people who are pushing back, right, as much as they possibly go, oh, we're not going to support Eddie. We're not going to, that, that's fine. Ron Ketty's dealing with the same thing. And it's getting worse. Can you imagine getting $8 million, $8 million, raising that kind of money, destroying the governor in the debates, embarrassing her. She was, she's an embarrassment already but then embarrassing her on stage for a period of three hours. She was totally outmatched. Outgunned everything. Mark was very prepared. And where did the, all that stuff fell flat? Because it wasn't close enough to the election. Enough people weren't talking about it. They ran one on Friday night. I think they ran another one on, I don't even know when, right? a Wednesday night. Of course they don't want her to be shown up. And then you're going to bring in Kamala Harris and the entourage of everybody, you know, including Tim Keller, Melanie Stansberry, Ben Ray Lujan, uh, all while Kamala Harris is. And then you bring in Joe Biden. It's a lot closer than those eight points, folks. It's a lot closer than the eight points. And it
2: has to do, it has to do
1: with the issues. It's very simple. You don't have to say it a second time. It's the issues. Karen Bedoni is a sore losing turncoat. That's who she is. She's a hateful person. All the people who are behind Karen Bedoni are hateful people. They hate people within the Republican Party because they got their asses kicked. They call themselves patriots because they have to wrap themselves in the flag to hide all their turncoding going on against the one chance and on they're supposedly fighting it back against Michelle Lujan Grisham. They're not fighting back against Michelle Lujan Grisham. I'm the guy who has every reason not to support this person or that person. All I care about is removing Michelle Lujan Grisham. You should feel the same way. Every Republican should feel the same way. It's fun because my team has gone out there and captured everything. They know where these people are, what they're doing. I said, sit tight. Wait, who's there? Okay. Oh, I thought Karen Bedoni was at 20%, and then we just destroyed her. Without even saying a single word, just repeating back to her what she had already pushed her stuff out to do. You let people make unforced errors. Manny Gonzalez did it.
2: They all do it, folks.
1: Now let's get out to the issue, shall we? Here they are.
4: This is new from Gallup. They ask folks the issues they consider the most important, very important, and you see the economy tops it, abortion, second, crime, gun policy, immigration. Then you.
1: By the way, that just jumped on to NBC News. They just threw abortion up there. This is this is when you 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 mix facts with fiction to make it seem like you're doing something. Now watch the actual issues that have been up there: economy, crime, and immigration
4: ask folks who say these are the most important issues to them how they intend to vote and I think this is interesting too because look at this on all but one of these topics Republicans have an advantage and on three of them the economy crime immigration Republicans have massive advantages over Democrats so when you look at this issue set you look at how these voters are breaking along these issues you see what looks like a significant Republican advantage but again you go back to that generic ballot and this is not right now looking like a runaway in the polls for Republicans.
1: All right, so let's stop there. The economy, if they wanna to appeal to the Democrat guys, they're gonna talk about gas prices. How do they suppress that? They talk about gas prices. When it talks, when they talk about crime, when we wanna talk about crime, how do they avoid talking about crime? They talk about the one crime and they talk about political violence, January 6th, and they may manufacture a crime with Paul Pelosi. So now everybody's talking about that. And when it comes to immigration, okay? Then we have to go back to all of the drugs and various other things that supposedly Donald Trump let in, and that has continued uh, during Biden's administration. He's reduced it back after a quick break here, and the key will pick it up there. <laughs> Great song from the wall run like hell. That's exactly what uh, many of your Republicans have done. You guys have done a great job. Paul Pacheco, Mark Ronchetti. Uh, of course, you've got, uh, you know, Nicole Chavez, uh, Yvette Harrell, you know, uh, let's, let's see who else we have there. Great Cunningham. And we've got people who have a real chance. Uh, I've got, uh, I've got everything 38, 32 in the house. So we gain a significant number of seats. I think the Senate, Uh, which is up in two years Uh, will much will be yet to be determined, but I think we will do better than I think even the house does. Uh, Maybe we can go ahead and uh, equal that one out Uh, back in 86. Pink Floyd guitarist, Roger Waters filed suit in London to dissolve Pink Floyd. He was gone from Pink Floyd ever since then. A lot of people still think that he's with Pink Floyd to retain the rights to the name. The other members of the band were granted temporary rights to the name and later full rights, not a big uh, Roger Waters fan, And that is his voice, so I do like him in that. But uh, long story short, that guy is one of the wokest musicians that is out there. Uh, He burns effigies of Trump at his uh, concerts. I know that he's going back out on tour. He's a one woke individual. 550, 5,500. Eddie, I'm on Facebook on the group NM33. God, I'm not. Yes, Ryan White is a total rhino, Eddie. I posted how we need to vote for Mark. And all the Karen voters came against me. How I'm not voting on my beliefs. I know I'm right. Oh, wow. Threats, intimidation, you know, all that stuff. This is a classic Democrat, you know, tactics. Mark has stayed in his lane. He's played his game. He went on the debate stage. He's done everything right above board, uh, conducted himself uh, with a, a class act. Proud to be represented by that. Not someone who's running. As long as I'm in this race, that man cannot be governor. You're a total moron. You're a complete and total moron, is what you are, Karen Badoni. Uh, Eddie, let's see who gets the smaller crowd Biden or Harris? Little challenge to all of you out there. I'm sure Biden loves a yellow school bus, too. That's funny. You saw the electric school buses that I uh, uh, talked about on uh, Friday's program. I'm sure the size of the crowd for Biden could fit on a yellow school bus. I'm sure they could. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, Eddie, I'm too busy uh, with life to deal with Biden. Oh my gosh, here it is. This is more fake news just coming in from Just the News. San Francisco DA announces attempted murder charges against alleged Paul Pelosi attacker. The person's a liberal, is a pot-smoking liberal nudist. But the fake news is going to run with that. It was all contrived at the setup. The one good thing about Elon Musk, and we'll get to uh, to him later on in the show, is the fact that just about everybody was able to talk about that without getting banned on Twitter over the weekend. Right? That's about the one good thing that's come. Uh, One thing I will say before I get any further into this whole thing, Elon Musk, if you look at everything, did not, still didn't want to buy Twitter. He had to buy Twitter because he was going to have to sacrifice a significant amount of money Probably in the billions, they would have cranked it out of him. So he decided, well, do I want to pay twice as much or do I want to pay half as much in penalties? He had no case. So back on October 4th, I went and looked at all this stuff. He had no case. His back was against the wall. So he decided to go ahead and, uh, and he said, okay, I'm going to go ahead and try and follow through with this. And he's going he's to be chasing it until he makes money. I don't know how long it's going to be. These social media companies are, are all worthless. I don't know how the bankers are going to be, uh, you know, it's ridiculous. Other than grabbing your password, I don't know what this is. This is, this is crazy. Okay, more stuff. Uh, all you guys uh, texting in. Eddie, I've been called for polls. Questions. This is from Steve. Geared to favor Democrats. I even told them that some even hung up on when they noticed I was voting Republican. In 2016, for example, an elderly Hispanic lady who called for a poll said I was a traitor for not supporting Democrats. And you know that story to be true. You don't have to test that. That's, that's, that's the reality. You know that. You know New Mexico. Sonso, stupid. All the stupid people running around think they have the answers. And then they have entitlements, right? Stupid people generally right, have all the answers. They use emotion, physicality, intimidation. Uh, then they gang up on you with all the rest of their stupid people. Okay, that's generally what they do. They, they create large crowds. Stupid people gather in very large crowds. Understand that. And then after they they do that, right, and they threat, intimidate you, then it's name-calling, okay, so that's coming, okay? Then they'll try to figure out a way to embarrass you or use something that you've done to embarrass you even further, right? That's what they do. And then they'll point their finger and and, and then laugh, right, and say, okay, well, that's who you are. I'm like, okay, sure, whatever you want to go ahead and say. But, you know, we've got reason, we've got accountability, we have class, and uh, I noticed we have accountability. They don't. Trader for not supporting Democrats. Every Democrat that's out there. A vote for Bedoni is a vote for MLG. No doubt. Charles uh, gets a lot of his stuff written in Repub- Repub- excuse me, conservative and Republican Com- uh, uh, websites. Thank you, Charles. He says a vote for Bedoni is a vote for MLG because it splits the anti-MLG vote. That's important. You need to know that. Eddie, please mention a vote for Badoni is a vote for Michelle Lujan Grisham. Absolutely. Uh, Eddie, even Glenn Beck on Thursday show was talking about Mark Ronchetti in New Mexico. Something's up here. Vote, 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 vote. All right. So we have to take a deep breath because there's just a lot of noise, right? There's noise. There's things that have nothing to do with improving our situation. What is politics? Politics is the art, the sport of drafting and voting and maneuvering people so they help them get into a position of power so that we can make better decisions, right? We can't all just agree on a policy and say, yes, I vote for that. You know, I vote for, you know, 15 week abortions or tax breaks for anybody over the age or anybody over the income of, uh, Anybody under the income, I don't know, 50,000. Like there's no one surveying this stuff and I'm just throwing stuff out there, right? No one's surveying and voting on every one of these issues. So we're a republic, we have to pick up and elect people. And so the art of all that is going through in this competition. That competition is leading up into a day and because there's so much riding on it, lobbyists that are for people who are already elected or us voters for people who want to get certain people elected. And then there's all the co-opting that happens in one form or another, either through a party, either through business interests, either through political donations. And all that stuff happens, right? And it's not going to be perfect. In the midst of that, we can pray and hope that the person that we're voting for is going to keep to their promises, their, their integrity. They're going to hold fast to all of that. Now, we don't know that that's definitely going to happen, but we certainly hope that it is, right? One of the things that happens in elections is you have to try and get at least a certain percentage of what you want. So let's say today we're getting zero percent of what we want. Well, do I want to go ahead and get vote for somebody because that person represents my principles better than the other person if they have zero percent chance of getting in? No, you wouldn't vote for that person because then you still end up with zero. Law of probabilities, not not going to happen, not going to win. Okay, that person who's running. Probably is more aligned with the other candidate in Mark Ronchetti. Let's just talk specifically now. And say, oh, I want XXX, which is better than the zero 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 that I've been getting with this other person. I should drop out of the race because I'm going to go ahead and consolidate and we have to remove her because we can't afford more more damage. That's not what's happened. Okay, We have a zero-sum game where people are cutting out. And if I'm not going to win, I'm not going to allow somebody else to win, which is the worst human behavior on planet Earth. It's, like, it's, it's, it's the behavior of a hyena. It's a scavenger-like behavior. They never go in for the kill, but they always want the scraps. And at the end of the day, that's all they're going to ever have, if even that, if they're even allowed. Hyenas consistently get mauled by the bigger animals, but they're always there, and they hunt in packs. And they're emotional, and they're physical, and they intimidate, and they chase and hunt, and they, they're tireless. Why? Because they feed off of the competition. They don't feed off of the principle. So it's really important here to realize when we are doing politics, we're trying to get a percentage more than what we currently have, okay? The governor is going to give us
0: just a little bit, a little bit of tax break, a little bit of this, a little bit,
1: but just enough to kind of keep you happy. Here's the scraps, right? But when we go ahead and elect somebody, that will give us way more than the scraps, well, then that's a larger portion. Even if it's only 75%, oh, but he's, he's a climate guy. He's a this, he's a that. Well, I don't care. Did I get 75% more than what I was getting from before? Yes. And that's why you vote. And it's also why you don't throw your vote away on voting for somebody who cannot win. Back up to the top of the hour news.
0: Live 24 hours a day, Monday through Saturday, The Rock of Talk, AM 1600 KIVA, Albuquerque. Albuquerque's macro fire aggression. Fire, Eddie Aragon, the, the rock of talk.
1: Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Eddie rock of talk.com. How Hour you coming to you from the ABQ here this Halloween? Broker TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, rock of talk.tv, rock of talk.com. I'm going to speed it up after a, a good talking to that you got during the uh, first hour. I certainly hope that you enjoyed it. Hopefully, uh, you were... Uh, oh, listening diligently. I don't want you to go to the Biden uh, thing. I talked about cognitive dissonance, uh, uh, dissonance, uh, cognitive uh, dissonance. Uh, not to mention controlled opposition. Uh, how you're wasting your vote and what you need to do going forward. Now that we're clearing some of the noise, now we got to get to the noise itself because it does need to be addressed. By the way, if you're going to send me ridiculous texts that uh, that are cryptic in any way, uh, I can't. I can't wait to block you. I'm not the right guy to mess with. The things I can do with your phone number, you have no idea. So don't mess with me, okay? Especially you Badoni people. I know who you are. I know when you text in. I know what you're, what, and it's not hard to mess up things for you based upon your cell phone. All right? So don't mess with me. You definitely don't want to text into an FCC regulated and issue threats. Let me put it that way. This is just unbelievable,
2: like what you guys are capable of.
1: Yeah, whatever. All right, 550 50, 500 here in the Kiva caller. In the Kiva, go ahead very quickly. I'm sure. Oh, yeah, there he is. There's our guy. We'll just dump him. Uh, so, this guy has been calling for years. He He's like right on cue. He acts like he's retarded. His name is Ralph, and he's been calling forever. So, we just don't give him any time. So, he, it's literally, I know the guy who does it. Same thing, caller ID, come through. You want to come through? We have your caller ID. This is, <laughs> we know who you are. All right. Let's get to all the noise because you know, now they're 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 gonna have attempted murder charges. They are gonna get this thing going as quickly as they possibly can to turn this into this full thing about January sixth, the oath keepers. Like this is what they was this has always been their backup plan. And then it's been flanked by Donald Trump. My question to you is Donald Trump's <laughs> endorsement of Mark Ron Kennedy today a good or a bad thing? here in the state of New Mexico. I do not want you to answer that on air. I know what I think, but just something to think about. I, th- I think, honestly, within the party, I, I, I kind of like it. I, I really do. I know that the ketty camp probably isn't that happy about it, okay? But to pulling those people who can turn out and vote, oh,
0: yeah, Donald Trump.
1: No. He's not going away, folks. All right, so... Uh, On Saturday, I had a bunch of uh, videos for you guys, and it's just absolutely disgusting stuff. This is all the noise that just comes in, and Barack Obama's out there, and uh, the uh, good reverend, the pro-choice reverend, uh, Raphael Warnock, okay? Somebody needs to clean that guy's clock, literally. Oh, Eddie, you're advocating violence. Oh, no. Uh, Do you remember he had uh, violence all over his uh, wife? Ran her right over, (laughs) right? His baby mama the little little infant kid take a listen
5: gives me no pleasure to say this oh kind of give thing, me no pleasure dog after all i'm a yeah. preacher so
0: i'm in the business of truth oh. telling. oh he's in the business of truth telling truth i
1: in the business of truth telling what you say right aren't they all making fun of us saying that we're using herschel walker because he's black or something isn't that the whole thing that's put put it out look at him talking to look at me talking to my peeps
0: Yeah, No pleasure
5: to say this kind of thing, but Like the whole
1: thing is just racial gaslighting All over the place Let me stick the white people behind Raphael Warnock Over here, uh, behind him
5: After all, I'm a preacher And so I'm in the business of truth telling Truth! And This is a man who Lies about the most basic facts of his life in fact, his own staff, his own staff in their exasperation said that he lies like he's breathing. And we all saw it with our own eyes. He wears his lies quite literally as a badge of honor. Oh,
1: wow. Badge. you yeah, going after the badge. You don't say it. Democrats, uh, the, remember, defund the police. You know, they're getting away with this. You know, the topsy-turvy world. Oh, the badge. Why? Because he had, he's backed by the police. All the uh, police officers associations in Georgia, they, they like uh, a man who backs the blue. They don't like someone who's blue and who backs the blue black and blue of the criminals out there who want to go ahead and take on the police officers. Listen to more of this disgusting, horrible senator. This disgusting excrement of a human being that's up there on stage speaking to a crowd in Georgia about Herschel Walker. Look at him. It's like a zoo. If, If
5: we can't trust him to tell the truth about his life, how can we trust him to protect our lives and our families and our children and our jobs and our
6: future?
1: Meanwhile, we got the the good reverend's wife telling him that he physically abused her, right? I don't remember that. I mean, Herschel Walker, Walker may have done this or that. We don't we don't really know. We got some receipts and other but we literally have direct words coming out of his wife's mouth saying that he was physically abusive with her. A woman crying to the police Where's that? Oh, wait, wait. That didn't happen. Is it a Democrat. Yeah, because the media... Believe the media, right? Like, this is disgusting behavior. Oh.
5: If you're watching TV, you've heard a lot about... Crime. Violent crime has gone up
3: Listen over the that. last
5: seven years, not just the last two. Not just in liberal states, but in conservative rural states, too. Two. That's a serious problem. Who will fight to keep you and your family safe? The Republican politicians who want to flood our streets with more guns, who actually voted against more resources for our police departments—is it somebody who carries around a phony badge and says he's in law enforcement? Oh, oh, oh. Like he's a Is that kid original material there,
1: Obama. Law? Boy, these guys. What, what do they say? You know, when they go when when they go low, we go high, right? Or they run the okey doke or whatever, you know, jibber jabber they might be saying out there, right? Right? Obama, Obama, and Warnock. You'll see all the racial politics going on over there, right? In Alabama and in Georgia and in the South, the way they played up, they've had this whole entire thing strung up for years. Warnock's the center. Is that very senatorial? Huh? I don't want to punch down and a man is trying to go. to, especially the, the hero, Georgia's favorite son.
5: Or is it leaders like Reverend Warnock and John Ossoff and Saint Bishop who worked with President Biden to pass the First
1: Good, I'm glad, I, th- I think uh, he's cutting out on purpose. That's good, God is telling me to just take this stuff out. Well, let's not forget Obama, Obama also vouched for Justice Smollett. That's right. Weeks before a grand jury indicted Smollett on the theory he falsely reported being the victim of a hate crime, right? Violence, isn't that what Obama's all about? Who is black and gay, had expressed to a person by the name of Tina Chen, a longtime friend, and Obama administration aide. That's right. That concerns about the investigation from Chicago police. Getting the right person to take those sort of concerns seriously has been the hallmark of Chen's career. Yeah. Running interference. Highlighted by a stint as then First Lady Michelle Obama, Chief of Staff, now her work leading a probe of workplace culture and the Southern Poverty Law Center. Hey, Barack Obama, why don't you go to look at Reverend Warnock's baby mama? And why don't you see whether or not she needs a little bit of help instead of punching at Ursula Walker. Back in three. I love it. for you.
3: that you can Darkness is to keep a sad heart, and if the daylight feels like it's a long way on. And if your glass heart should cry before a second, you turn back. Oh no! Oh, oh, walk on, walk on. got the All
1: right, stay safe tonight Five twenty here in the Kiva on this Halloween, Ropey TV Amazon Fire Apple TV in case I didn't mention it before. Uh, you can also Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify us. Uh, and uh, Spotify, I guess, is the only place that you can uh, continue to hear Kanye anymore. And then uh, rockoftalk.tv, rockoftalk.com. This country has gotten all sorts of ridiculous. We're on the brink of pure communism if we don't get through. The left has completely taken over South America and then some. And a lot of this is uh, Obama's doing. I wish there was something better I could say about all that. But he's a stupid man. One of the dumbest presidents that we have ever had clearly but uh somehow one of the most popular as well because hey you know what they never increased interest rates during his entire term they gave him the training wheels the entire eight years it felt sorry from the guy was dead broke going to the 2004 democratic convention okay uh, remember him Who was he with in florida yeah the guy that they caught i don't know in some sort of weird sexual homosexual tryst right the lieutenant governor or whatever the heck he was no, uh, he was over there. It was just absolutely crazy, right? Here's what he had to say. He's losing his train of thought. Here he is. Here he is. Y'all remember peanuts, right? Maybe some
5: of you too young. Charlie Brown and Lucy with the football. No. And she'd say, "Go ahead. I'm going. I'm holding it. You can kick it." Yeah. And Charlie Brown say, "Okay." And he, and then she'd pull the ball away. Oh. He'd fall on his back. Yeah. But he kept on doing it every time. Ah. Don't be Charlie Brown. Don't be Charlie Brown. Brown. Don't fall for the okey-doke. The okey-doke. Don't be bamboozled. Don't be hoodwinked.
1: Look at him. Look at him go into his uh, Malcolm X. Look at this. This is like Tim Keller. Tim Keller loves this crap. Like, uh, you put Tim Keller into some sort of community organizing event, and, like, he's in his element. He's like, oh, yeah, Black Lives Matter. I can't breathe. Like, they love this stuff. They dream about it. This is the kind of crap that they do. This is what they're all about. They love dropping those kind of words, and I love making fun of them. Because it's all an act, folks. You know that it's an act.
0: Just like all of their hate crimes are all an act. Don't be hoodwinked, right? Don't be hoodwinked by Jesse Smollett or Paul Pelosi. Right, Obama? Isn't that right, Obama? Come on.
5: But he kept on doing it every time. Yeah. Don't
1: be Charlie Brown. Don't be Charlie Brown.
5: Don't fall for the okey-doke.
1: The okey-doke. <laughs> That's just too rich, right? All right, let's actually get to something. Um, <clears throat> nothing to see here, folks. Just move away. Seth Rich. Yeah, uh, 66 years is uh, what the FBI wants before releasing information on Seth Rich. This is moving very fast, according to Google. They need to go ahead and, and let you know this might not be true. Well, if Jim Hoff puts his name next to it. It eventually is true. He's of course the gateway pundit. U.S. District Journey, uh, US, U.S. District Judge, excuse me, for the Eastern District of Texas ordered the FBI to produce the information it possesses related to Seth Rich's laptop. Hello, everybody. The man died with a shot in the back. None oh, of the credit cards are missing. His wallet is still there. He still had his watch.
0: But it's a robbery. Don't be hoodwinked. Don't be bamboozled. Don't fall for the okadoke.
1: Don't be Charlie Brown. In a previous reporting, the Gateway Pundit's Joe Hoft reported on the FBI's refusal to release the documents on Seth Rich. To this day, we still don't have good information on Seth Rich's murder. Of course we don't, and we never will have it. Because according to all of this, in a short time after Seth Rich's death, the Russia collusion story was created. It also suspected in certain circles that the Russia collusion story was created to keep eyes off of Seth Rich's murders. The FBI denied possessing any information on the files related to Southridge murder. Oh, here we are. Now the FBI says they have it. Oh, when are they going to release it? 60 years, 66 years from now. It's not true. The information was discovered. The FBI was forced to admit they were hiding information, just like the Joe Biden, uh, Hunter Biden laptop. Attorney Ty Clevenger brought the government to court last month. The FBI was ordered to turn over the information on Seth Rich's computer that they possessed and documents pertaining to the crowd strike and the purported hack of the DNC back in 2016. And now, once again, the FBI is stalling. What are they hiding? Why won't they turn the information over? the they okie Ty Clevenger and Law Fog reported earlier this month that the FBI is stalling on the release of the documents. Yesterday's government asked for more time to respond the U.S. District Judge's Amos Mazant's September 29th order directing the FBI to produce all records related to Seth Rich's laptop. Somewhat repeat relatedly, excuse me, the FBI is withholding three reports produced by CrowdStrike in August of 2016 regarding the purported lack of hack of the Democratic National Committee. First, the laptop, the FBI wants two more weeks so it can prepare a motion for reconsideration. As a courtesy, they haven't objected to the request. According to the government's motion, the FBI is uncertain how to comply with the court's order as written, and the FBI is seeking to input a pending appellate consultation regarding the order to properly address the issue. Now, the order itself is pretty straightforward, but on Friday, Christopher Ray's FBI asked for 66 years before releasing any information on the Seth Rich investigation. 66 years to produce information that they currently have in hand. We are about to get information that's less than 66 years old. How how explosive could this be? This could actually be more explosive than the assassination files for JFK, which are going to be released on December 15th of this year.
2: It's going to upend their narrative. The okey-doke. Bamboozled. Right? This is what's going to happen.
1: It's all projection, folks, running from the same commies, the same Obamas, the same administration that brought you Black Lives Matter, that brought you Antifa, that brought you uh, the, uh, what's the name of the group that terrorized and was chopping off heads in the Middle East? Yeah, that was Obama and Hillary's people. That's who that was.
0: And if elected officials don't do more to explicitly reject that
5: kind of rhetoric, if they tacitly support it or encourage their supporters to stand outside voting places,
1: armed with guns, dressed in tactical gear. So dangerous, so violent. We're so violent, Obama, and you're so peaceful. You had no wars, nothing was going on. People didn't randomly die. You know, there was no Benghazi or whatever that was. And, you know,
0: I mean, look, after all, you're the guy who brought in Osama bin Laden, and we couldn't find the body, couldn't bury him, and suddenly everybody who went to go capture Osama bin Laden what happened? Oh, they all died in a helicopter four months
1: later. Oh, well, if that's
0: true, I, I guess we're the liars, right, Obama? Same same people that brought you Acorn. Same people that's bringing you the 2022 election. Same people that propped up a dead man, practically, who's running for president or who is president of the United States with a coked-out, drugged-up son who's doing deals with China.
1: Yeah, th- those same people, yeah, they're not lying.
0: Yeah, hold on a minute. Hold on. Wait. We need some of
1: our people in his crowd.
0: What are they? What? What? More people can get hurt. Oh, the
5: Okie Doke. And, and we're going to be violating the basic spirit of this country. Oh, so much
1: cooperation.
5: Yes. Yeah. So, sir, sir, we
0: know, wait, wait. wait, wait. Yeah.
1: Come wow. on, come on now.
0: But this, but this is this is what I mean. Come on, brother. This is what I mean. I mean, yeah. we're having a Not conversation. That's the same. We're trying to talk. I'm trying to talk. I talk over you. Come
1: on. Obama. Sir. Obama. They don't know. They they have no idea what he's saying. They they don't have a, a clue what Obama's saying. They just know that Obama's up there and they know that Obama's having some sort of weird conflict with somebody that's out in the crowd and and, and a heckler that's there, right? There's a
0: process that we set up in our democracy. Right now, I'm talking. a democracy. Do you mean like voting?
1: Do you mean where we like show up and we get our votes counted? You mean like that, Obama? You you mean where where we actually do a count? Oh, you know where he's done? This is all in Michigan. People in Michigan went out and like, oh, uh, yeah, Megan Whitmer, she ain't getting voted in. We're getting in Tudor Dixon. No matter, because Obama can't get a Democrat elected. He's great for TV, but he is not a guy who's gonna close the deal. He didn't do it in 20, he didn't do it in uh, 2014, and he certainly didn't help at all in 2016, folks. And if you see 2010, that was a nightmare. We're hoping that 2022 is a replay of 2010 and the tea party time. Back after a quick break here in the Kiva.
3: To run dry. We we'll need new dreams tonight. Desert rose, dream that our desert rose, dressed on in ribbons and in bows, like a siren she goes. to me. Sleep comes, let me drown. God's sad eyes, crooked crosses in God's country,
1: 535 here in the Kiva. sad eyes, crooked crosses in God's country. We used to be known as God's country. We we brought God to this country uh, right by way of uh, Nuevo Mexico, uh, ladies and gentlemen, 100 years before the other settlers, the pilgrims and all the rest of them uh, decided to go ahead and uh, come on over this way before this uh, country was settled so about the same time. You know, you um, can trace my family all the way back to 1587. Hard to believe we're now the uh, murder capital of the world in uh, more ways than one. Murdering each other. 146 ABQ raw. You got that if you got the review. Good job on the reporting there. 124 between Bernalillo County and the city of Albuquerque. So stay safe tonight. Uh, last 60 days. Uh, records will be broken, and uh, congratulations. First and the worst things, way to go, New Mexico. Of Mexico, just like old New Mexico, uh, or just like old Mexico, except, uh, you know, it is a bad situation. here. We're going to continue with more of this gaslighting, this uh, cognitive dissonance, this uh, projection that comes in uh, from the Democrats. By the way, happy birthday to Larry Mullins. That's the reason why it's a U2, 5 o'clock uh, hour here in the Kiva, he is the founder of U2. In fact, yeah, he founded U2 in 1976. He looks to be the youngest. He would have thought he'd been the kid. They added him on. Oh, the drummer's not that important. No, he's actually the one who started it all. Larry Mullen Jr., The Edge, Adam Clayton, and, of course, Bono, who's uh, part of Richard Branson's uh, whatever, you know, newfangled forum. So I'm not a big Bono fan uh, anymore. But that was my band uh, growing up back in the day. Um... Let's continue, shall we, with this whole gaslighting of America? We have no issues. We're going to create a fake hate crime. We, we're going to Jesse Smollett, you right, in the polar vortex, negative forty degrees. I went to go get a subway sandwich, and then it's proven, and then he's had to go to jail. But oh, he's he's so cute, and he's gay, and um he's a star. So you should feel sorry for him. Don't don't attack Jesse Smollett. Okay, so uh, don't attack Jesse Smollett or gay Paul Pelosi. Also, very uh, very much a gay man hanging out. I mean, what's, hey, whatever gets your boat going, man. You know, you guys are getting off on hammers in the middle of the night. I, I just love Twitter over the weekend. In fact, let me, let, me, let, me, let me rifle off these bad boys. It was a lot of fun um, seeing that. And I jumped back onto, and that's one of the questions uh, for many of you guys uh, out there. Here, here's, here's the stuff that I retweeted um, that was just interesting. Uh, Dinesh D'Souza. Uh, hosted his event when he came here for CD one That was a lot of fun. Like Dinesh and his wife, good people. Uh, Number one, assailant in his underpants. Two, Paul Pelosi knows his name and tells police he's a quote-unquote friend. Three, assailant asks, hey, where's Nancy? (laughs) To make sure she's not home. (laughs) Hey, where's Nancy? Like he knows who lives there. Oh, yeah, got through security, everything. Four, Pelosi takes bathroom break from SPAT and makes a 911 call. Conclusion, according to Dinesh D'Souza, this guy was a sex partner or male prostitute for one, Paul Pelosi. All right. Whatever. Jack Robosex says, uh, good morning. The CEO of Twitter just told Hillary Clinton that Nancy Pelosi's husband may have been in a drunken dispute with a male prostitute at 2 a.m. at their house. Have a nice day. <laughs> uh, woo. I wouldn't say that's freedom of speech, but it's a place to kind of put all that kind of stuff. But Have you not seen Carrie Lake? She is absolutely amazing. Paul Pelosi told 911 operator his name is David and he is a friend. Uh, Dinesh D'Souza pointing that out. Um, you know, one of the reasons I really like Dinesh D'Souza is he's paid and he went, He he's literally, you know, got the, the battle scars. Had to go to prison. And still swings the bat. Still swings the bat. Um, Michael Savage. The Paul Pelosi attack story makes no sense. One, attacker found in his underwear. Two, Paul was unable to make a 911 call while being menaced, was able to make a 911 call. Three, police arrive, do nothing, and watch as he's being attacked. The attack didn't happen until the police were there, so they had to watch the whole thing and monitor. Like, referee, like, the broken glass four is outside the door, not inside. Five, zero security. You know, if you saw the notes from Saturday, you know that uh, the most protected person in Congress is who? Nancy Pelosi. Uh, How long we find out? The guy who hammered Paul Pelosi was also nailing him. Bingo. Ooh, that was so good. Uh, nice uh, shirt there, Nancy. She says, I'm proud of my gay husband. That's a nice, nice shirt there. Let's see. Facts about Paul Pelosi attack. Attacker was homeless drug addict, lived in hippie commune with BLM and pride flags. A uh, 911 caller called him a friend. He was let in the door by whom police watched him attack Paul. Mainstream media will ignore mar- marijuana relevance. There you go. Uh let's see what else we got. The house of Paul Pelosi's attacker. Check out the sign on the window. <laughs> it's Black Lives Matter. <laughs> yes, but he's a conservative. He is a conservative, folks. Okay, so um uh, remember the whole week prior to all this, you were gaslit. They were leading you down this path. And this is why you can't be in a reactive mode. You have to know that this is what they're programming you for the expectation. Same thing with the polls. The polls are doing the very same thing. They're programming you for an expectation. Well, Michelle Lujan Grisham is going to win. You need to expect it by eight points. Oh, and if if Mark Ronchetti closes the gap, it's because, you know, this, this, and this. And it was hers to lose. No, it's Mark Ronchetti's to lose. Clearly, I can't find a single person. I, I can't. I dare you to find one other than the ones that are, on, that are being paid to be on her commercials. Hey, uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham, you promised not to come after me and my, my family and my business and, you know, the people that I love And I if, if I decide to go ahead and do this commercial for you. She's literally got state of New Mexico employees who work at the University of New Mexico hospital who are on the payroll at the largest employer in the entire state who are doing endorsements for her saying that, oh, she kept us safe during the pandemic. This is this is all the fake news that that you're getting. Okay, here's an MSNBC telling uh, people beware. a large black man, cer- certainly a man who knows how to handle himself, but hey, Huggy Bear, would not you give me some advice for, for, so I can stay safe during voting, huh? Yeah, I mean, that's
7: the thing. And look, uh, what the biggest point is we do have to get on with the business. Because of-
1: when are black people telling me about how to stay safe? Seriously, there's three black people on this panel. In fact, I'm going to show it to you at rockoftalk.tv,
0: okay? right, Right here, that way you can see... Here we go.
1: Okay. Telling me, and and we know like some of the worst places for crime, right? Are in some of the most urban ghetto hoods.
0: Okay. That's not racist. That's fact. Okay? Making a statement of fact is not racist in Chicago, in Philadelphia, in New York, in these places.
1: And oh, we gotta go ahead and change the face of violence so that it's the black people are the safe people who are advising us on what to do so don't you know i'm getting no wonder these these white people are so woke like they're they they just like nah, what frequent what is the frequency that they're listening to that's controlling their brains what what is it what what kind of hurts are they sending out from msnbc cnbc n-
7: of the american people and the bottom line is there are elections happening november 8th and when you see armed vigilantes and masks you know and guns out in front of polling places it has masks
0: guns what what is this oh my gosh are you
1: telling me like the same tactics that you guys all use for black lives matter apparently they're trying to use those very same things over at polling places no um that's not happening that's a lie
7: an intention to depress and intimidate voters. So Damon, because you lead the Lawyers Committee uh, for, for Civil Rights, uh, what should people do? When you show up to a polling place, yeah. if there's intimidation, if there looks like potential violence, if someone feels like they're threatening you, Come on or now, Damon. A what on are the resources for people?
8: Well, so first things first is stay safe, right? Uh, we don't want people to try to play hero. Yeah. Uh, we, we, I our think it's to protect ours and protect our own and our community, but don't play hero. Well, well what about Dwayne The Rock Johnson? He's like my hero. Uh, and so, stay safe. We want people to call the nonpartisan election protection uh, oh, okay. hotline eight six six our vote. Oh. That's powered by the well, lawyers. What is Committee, that Eight six six or vote. Our call vote. that hotline yeah, because we're vote. documenting these instances around the country. Yeah, and we're staying and putting a fire under DOJ. Yeah, a fire under local officials to act on this. Also, look. Mm. Sometimes the only mm. course you have, recourse you have, is to call the police. Uh, we don't like to do that, and we yeah. don't have. Oh to. yeah, we don't like the police. We don't like to put this scary here. defund the uh, police. Sometimes that's what you have to do. Yeah, me, sometimes uh, you got to. If it's actually an emergency, but make sure you stay safe. Also, don't let anyone deter you from Ooh. casting your ballot. And what that means is make a Bite plan. Bite the power. If you don't feel safe at that time, yeah. make a plan to come back make later or go through another means because don't let them that's stop exactly you. what vote they want. Vote They want us not to vote. They want that chilling effect.
7: Yeah. And so uh, yeah. just one more yeah. time, that number. So
8: That's
1: 866-HOUR-VOTE. There oh, its eight, uh, six, eight six is, six, six, 866-HOUR-VOTE. There it is, folks. There. Thank God uh, for MSNBC and our panel, three uh, panelists uh, who are there telling us to stay safe. They should tell the same thing to Chicago, New York.
3: I Hold the inside. I wanna reach out and touch the flame. Where well, the streets have no name. I, 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 I wanna see.
1: Oh, it's a YouTube complete hour on the top of the 505 and the 505. It's uh, vertigo and then well, the best of you two. Happy birthday to Larry Mullins, Jr., the founder of uh, U2. U2, me too, me too. Uh, right, me too. What happened to the me too movement? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Oh, wait. <laughs> it's only for certain people, right? And we'll co-opt that too. Just give us enough time. We already uh, co-opted uh, My Body, My Choice. We did that, right? And for all you people who have a problem with me talking like that, I mean, oh, look at Eddie. He's so racist, right? I'm 4.6% black. He's like, oh, he's racist there, right? Oh, uh, let's go back to uh, one uh, Hillary Clinton on the very same subject, talking the very same way, right?
7: We have a march to finish. Yeah. I will be reintroducing the Count Every Vote Act to ensure that every voter is given the opportunity Mm. to vote. Yeah. Then every vote is counted. Yeah. and Each voter is given the chance to verify okay. his or her vote before it is cast and made permanent. What does she
1: learn to talk like that? Like, he, like, I did not have sexual, life. like, you know, the thumb, right? And then you got her, rah! like, she's just screaming. And then she is, like, in your face with her hands Like, look at that on Rock and Talk TV. Look. We
7: have to stay awake. Oh, yeah. We have a march to finish. Oh, yeah. On this Lord's Day,
1: Lord's Day.
7: Let us say with one voice the
1: words of James
7: Cleveland's great freedom hymn. I don't feel no ways tired. Oh! I've come too far from where I started from. Nobody told me that the road would be easy. I don't believe brought me this far to leave me. And we know, we know. Wow. We know if we finish this march, what awaits us? St. Paul told us in the letter to the Galatians, (laughs) let us not grow weary in doing good, for in due
1: season. Oh, my gosh. So look at that. You started giving people free stuff. You can talk just like them all you want. You got handouts for people? Like, oh, yeah, you sing a girl, whatever you want. Use
0: us, abuse us. We're just a voting block.
1: Like, that's what you got. <sighs> people are stupid. Let's face it, folks. There are some dumb people. They're just dumb. You just give people a little bit about what they want. They don't care if you're insulting. Like the newscasters over there, as Michelle Lujan Grisham said, well, you're just a television personality. And then you have Bob Clark and Shelley Robondo and Doug Fernandez not even stand up for TV news person. I guess we're a bunch of dumbasses. Yep. We're just sitting here reading questions. You're the one with all the answers
0: there, Michelle Lujan Grisham. We're just dumb, dumb, dumb people.
1: Like You couldn't stand up for yourself. Like those black people in that congregation, as she's literally co-opting appropriation. Literally appropriation going on, and and those people can't stand them. And say, hey, you know what? This ain't this ain't cool. You don't get to talk like us. You don't get to go over here and start using and relating and connecting with us in this way, and, and start telling us you're going to do this, that, and the other one. You're never going to do any of those things. We're not a product. We're not to be used. Why why is this race thing like so big? Oh, because they're racist. They have to project it. That's what they do. Okay. I don't feel no ways tired.
0: Woo. Mighty clouds of joy.
4: I don't, I don't feel
0: know. no waste time. All we need to praise is Oh yeah, praise Jesus. Raphael Warnock. Woo. Killing babies. Vote for the Democrat. That's right. Y'all. Come on. Bring it on down. Oh, We were riding along the other day,
8: looking back over our lives.
0: Look at it. I
8: ups and I
0: Right. Then we got Hillary Clinton. We we were, we were reminded of the time of Chicago when we had no money nothing, and no food. And then we got it from the government. That's right. They just 30, started. Six years later, somebody asked me just the other day, George, you had to do it all over again. Wow. What would you do? What were you vote oh, for, Obama? I thought about it in a little while, but I had to give him an answer. This is what I told
3: him. I do thought-
1: about you but that feels like a democrat vote like i never heard right you feel all that you feel that you feel that government cheese coming into the neighborhoods keeping us down
0: right holding us down
1: disgusting right i mean it's a shame i have to talk like this but i don't know how else to get across to you the massive number of people who are you know preying upon people's you know racial this and racial that you know what black people don't really honestly care about? When you get to know many of them as I have, playing with them, all sorts of things, right? Them, who's them? Who's the we? You know what? They don't care about it. People really think this. they don't care. Escalating crime, Black Lives Matter has escalated crime. No, it, it's a movement with white people, black people, all sorts of people, people who just want to go ahead and disturb and, and, and create cognitive dissonance. Democrats have been the ones responsible for escalating crime. Will their 11th hour, will their 11th hour attempt to go ahead and gaslight the rest of the country work? Stay safe. Call 911. Okay. Oh, let's go get their white woke friends on the media. Well, they're going to tell you all about what's happening, right?
4: San Francisco police have identified the suspect as 42-year-old David DePap. He's a man with a history of spreading far-right conspiracy theories on Facebook and elsewhere on the internet about COVID vaccines, the 2020 election, and the January 6th insurrection. Sources say he was (laughs) not known to Capitol police or in- I think that's like the whole thing. That's the whole kit and caboodle.
1: That's like everything that like, I think he just rifled off everything. Here's the formula to win. Let's just repeat it to people who haven't paid attention to the
4: news. Far right conspiracy theories on Facebook and elsewhere on the internet about COVID vaccines, the 2020 election, and the January 6th insurrection. Damn it. Sources say he was not known to Capitol Police or in any federal threat database. It is hard to ignore how much of the suspect's rhetoric today echoes what we heard from rioters who stormed the
0: Capitol. Ah, oh, look at them. They're putting it all together. They're putting it together for the win, aren't you?
1: You can't help it. Even though we know, we know all the facts there, Tapper. Stop tapping that. Huh?
6: Hey, Nancy
1: Pelosi. Oh, do you see Nancy Pelosi? Can I speak to Pelosi? Oh, there it is. Isn't that what someone said in the house? Oh, so you don't think that they told somebody like the Pap? This is the most the whitest, wokest name I've ever heard. The Pap. What's your name? The Pap? Friends of Pelosi. We'll let you in. Oh, come on in. Oh, is that a hammer in your hand? Oh no, he's got hammers in there. We like to play hammers in the middle of the night, 2 a.m. Let's see if we can take the, the heat off. It apparently, he got his skull bashed in at 82 years of age. I don't know anybody who can survive a skull bashing, much less one hit of the hammer on the skull at 82 years of age. If I got hit in the skull with the hammer, I would not
4: survive. That's how I know it didn't happen. Where's he? Where's he? Where's he? Congressman Adam Kinzinger of Illinois, one of the two. Oh,
1: one of the Republicans. A Republic. He looks just like J. Block. <laughs> oh my God, J. Block. Meet Karen Bedoni, right? Like, he, like Karen Bedoni looks like Whoopi Goldberg. Kinzinger looks like J. Block. Same dudes. Same people. Traitorous to the Republican Party. This is what we have, right? Oh, Tapper, why don't you let us know about how how understanding uh, uh, Adam Kinzinger is.
4: Congressman Adam Kinzinger of Illinois, one of the two Republicans on the January 6th House Committee, tweeted today, quote, I want to be clear, when you convince people that politicians are rigging elections, drink baby's blood, et cetera, you will get violence. Oh, this must be rejected. Thank you. This figured. is why the January 6th Committee is so important, unquote.
1: Okay. Drinking baby's blood. Uh, you guys are the ones murdering babies. We're not doing any of that stuff. But hey, whatever
4: whatever floats your
1: boat, hammers at 2 a.m. or saying that we're saying things that we don't say, whatever.
4: And Democratic Congresswoman Karen Bass of California went even further. Molly, you in danger, girl.
9: It just shows us the danger that our democracy is in. And it also just makes me angry thinking of my Republican colleagues who attempt to minimize what happened January 6th.
1: You you know you're co-opted when you allow a Democrat to call you my Republican colleagues. My Republican colleagues. This is Karen Bass. She's been in charge, uh, and she's running for mayor of Los Angeles. Top of the hour news real quick.
0: Live, 24 hours a day, Monday through Saturday, The Rock of Talk, AM 1600, KIVA, Albuquerque. All
1: right, we'll check with uh, Rudy at uh, five after, so we'll bring him in for traffic. Uh, The the top of the hour news is a little bit slow. They've charged the PAP, okay? They've charged the PAP with with what? Attempted murder. Well, of course they're going to escalate all this stuff.
4: Let's hear more from Tapper.
9: And who ignore the hate speech, the violent speech that
4: is going on mm. right now. Yeah, it's us. Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell today strongly condemned these. Oh, well, you.
1: if it's a Republican and his name is McConnell, you got to know, you got to know he stands up for
4: all the Republicans, right? Yeah, he's the guy. On Twitter, House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy's office says he reached out to the Speaker's office. Oh,
1: he there back- he is. There's the new traitor. Uh, his name, Kevin McCarthy. They paid him just enough. What's your what asking price, sir? Yeah, well, let's just let it, just take us far enough
4: down so it be controlled opposition. On Paul Pelosi. This horrifying act of violence today, I wish I could tell you it was an outlier. It's not. It is the inevitable product mm. of a poisonous political climate. And Republicans are responsible. And That's hate-filled, right. dehumanizing rhetoric combined mm-hmm. to create a, a perfect storm of political violence. Last year, an astounding 34% of American adults said it's justifiable for citizens to take violent action against the government.
1: Uh, That's a Washington Post, University of Maryland poll. Uh, I can tell you that poll is, doesn't exist, doesn't even matter. It's Washington Post, it's WAPO, it's poo poo is what
4: it is. According to a Washington Post, University of Maryland poll, no public figure seems safe. Capitol police have tracked more than 9,000 threats in 2021, a cases that department is charged with protecting. Just today, a Pennsylvania man pleaded guilty to making threats to kill Democratic Congressman Eric Swalwell and his staff. Earlier this month, Republican Senator Susan Collins warned, quote, I wouldn't be surprised if a senator or House member were killed. What started with abusive phone calls is now translating into active threats of violence and real violence. Folks,
1: re- remember, when you get elected into Washington, D.C., you sacrifice your soul. These people, oh, I, I go fight for your people in Washington, D.C. These people are co-opted. They're absolutely co-opted. Susan Collins, the number of Democrats that she has voted with, oh, she's the reasonable Republicans. And she is the one that's allowing us Republicans to have a bad, we reach across the aisle. We work together with our colleagues in a cooperative spirit. The Democrats are anything but cooperative. Until you recognize that, we're going to continue to have this whole gaslighting projection cognitive dissonance going on in this country
4: it's that simple those abusive phone calls
1: Thank you, are Tyler. now a
4: regular part of life for congressman Kinzinger and others
2: go to your wife to your kids yeah you're get your wife go get, you're you're
1: get you your support. kids
8: We know where you live okay
1: so we know where you live uh, like you say, man got to get her done put the get her done voice on there Okay, so, that's why I don't want you supposed uh, hey, idiots are going to show up there and get her done. Okay, don't show up. Okay? You're, you're, I don't think you exist anyway, but, but they want to make sure that you exist. And somehow this is sent to Adam Kinzinger. Okay. Now, if they're listening to our conversations as much as they say they are and they're doing all these things, they would have already found this guy and said, Hey, you, you threatened this guy. But apparently, um, we don't know who it is. Just some random anonymous phone call that we're going to put up there as if it happened. I I can tell you, anybody who calls me, I know who you are. I know where you call from. I I can zero in on that stuff that quick. And if I can do it, imagine what the FBI and all the rest of these, if this is actual serious, in all seriousness, this guy should be prosecuted. We'd have him front and center looking to go after Adam Kinzinger. Okay. But that's not happening because it doesn't exist. This is staging folks, staging,
0: we're gonna get your wife we're gonna get your kids. we're gonna
8: get you when where you live we're coming to your house we're gonna get you wife.
5: you're gonna swing for f-ing treason you communist f-ing.
4: Democratic congresswoman
1: Debbie De- there it is oh there it is. so uh, where's the prosecution on that? Does not the FBI or whoever? have the uh, ability to go ahead and find that person and prosecute them? Like, wouldn't you think that they would have the ability to prosecute that person who's doing that very thing? Instead of just putting it out on CNN as quote-unquote anonymous, anonymous. This is why all this stuff is false, folks. Understand that, please. Let's do weather and traffic real quick. We'll kick off the six o'clock hour here in the Kiva. Send it to Rudy. 606 in the 505 with more 411 here for the third hour I met a year ago on the rock of Talk AM600 KbyebQ at FM rockoftalk.com that is Sid vicious and uh, probably his most uh, recognizable thing that he's ever done my way. In fact, Paul Anka who wrote the song and Frank Sinatra said they gave him uh, accolades uh, for that performance, the My way, the original incomplete version, uh, which you can find the links. Directly at the notes at rockoftalk.news. So go ahead and uh, subscribe to that uh, if you'd like. A lot of good stuff over the weekend. The 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 family did a great sh- great show Saturday. I sent out that blast for all of you. You can click on the picture. Enjoy yourself some, uh, some great um, Freedom Families United. We had, of course, the Liberty Lovers. And we had Off the Cuff with uh, dina Vargas. So uh, all that was uh, happening on Saturday, as well as a live edition there of uh, Dr. Wilhelm Summers, uh, who is doing his uh, great show, Life Imagine. So all that, all there for the taking, uh, folks, uh, with a nice little uh, easy subscription. 50 bucks a year, 5 bucks a day, or six or 5 bucks a month, excuse me, not a day. 5 bucks a month, or 16 cents a day for 1600 at rockoftalk.news. Don't forget to download the free apps uh, there as well. 1988 sing- singer Debbie Gibson held a seance and her Halli- at our Halloween party to <laughs> contact Liberace, as well as, uh, there you go, the aforementioned uh, Sid Vicious dying on this day. Harry Houdini, some uh, Easter eggs there underneath the pics in Detroit of gangrene and peritonitis uh, resulting from a ruptured appendix after taking a punch. He was only 52. No, he did not die in a tank after suffocating or anything like that. Uh, also uh, on this uh, day, <clears throat> 1970, uh, when they were broken up, the mamas and the papas, Michelle Phillips, uh, married actor Dennis Hopper, uh, the divorced eight days later. It was, uh, the, the Hop, uh, I think he had, let's go do the Hop. I think he had like five or six marriages. So I got some uh, catching up to do with uh, the Hop uh, over there. Nice little link to Hopper's, uh, one of his uh, greatest scenes. He pulls everybody in, in the true 1999, 1993 uh, movie called, one of my favorites, uh, True Romance. Uh, very good. Um, there is uh, some interesting links there on River Phoenix, who also died on this day after he collapsed outside Johnny Depp's club called the Viper Room. And uh, there is an interesting twist of events that I would love to talk about at length and in more depth. I might start doing that on uh Saturday, so we will talk about that uh, as uh, well, maybe just a little bit later. He collapsed outside the Los Angeles nightclub, died at the Egypt. 23 on this day back in 1993, and there's a list of 10 uh, things that have happened at the Viper uh, Room uh, that uh, you'll want to know. Let's continue with this, uh, shall we? Uh, GOP put out the RNC, uh, the crime and the even as crime rates. Let me let me let me read this correctly. Even as crime rates continue to rise, Democrats stick with their reckless soft on crime agenda, and it's got all of the links to how bad the Democrats. I've done on crime. And the two issues are, again, economy and crime. If we could talk about that, I'd love to do just fun radio ad hominem BS crap, hearing air plays and all that. But it it really is just something that I'm doing for today. It's not what I want to continue doing. And I know it's entertaining and it's fun and all that kind of stuff, but it's not going to win us the election. Now, told you the polls came out yesterday. Okay. I've got a brand new poll. Brand new pull for you right now. If you hung around and you're ready to go take the kids out and you're hanging around for some good news, I've got your news. I told you to keep the faith. I told you to hang in there. I told you that you need to not be shaken on any of this. They're trying to gaslight you. They're trying to get you not to show up. They're trying to get you to throw in the towel. We can get Mark Ronchetti elected. The polls released directly to me just a couple of minutes ago. A brand new New Mexico poll with KRQE and The Hill. That's right. An actual legitimate news operation in Washington, D.C. Michelle is under 50%. She's at 49%. Mark Ronchetti coming in at 46%. 49% 49% for Michelle Lujan Grisham, 46% for Mark Ronchetti, okay? We're going to fight back with this poll. We got a Trafalgar poll. Someone else, 2%, 3% undecided. That's the latest poll, okay? This is the Emerson College polling right here, okay? New Mexico governor's race. Michelle Luhan Grisham, Ron Ketty. 49-46. No mention of the other person someone else. That's what I want you to say. In fact, from here, we don't even say another candidate's name between it's either ketty or the governor. Okay? We mark, mark Ronchetti to be governor. Now, folks, you should probably understand something. What I am doing, what I am doing, Mark has not been on my air. Mark does not even have a commercial. Guess what? I can say whatever I want because I'm not being paid. And if I wanna tell you about who I want to vote for as much as I want you to vote for them, I am well within my rights. As long, as long, and I don't have to endorse, I'm just telling you who I'm voting for and who I want to vote for and what we need to do, okay? As long as I don't take a single dollar, I can say whatever I want, but I'm not being paid to do so. I can't restrict anyone's political ads. No one's placed a political ad on here. I've got no skin in the game, so to speak, right? Even though I've fought as hard as anybody for the last two and a half years to change the state. Folks, I, I desperately want If not, you can kiss the rock of talk goodbye. You can kiss conservatives goodbye, okay? We're putting it all on this. Put it all on, putting it all on black, okay? Let this happen. In this case, we're going to put it all on red. Let's vote red. 550, 50, 500. All right, uh, Eddie. (laughs) All right, let me get, I'm going to get back to all the fun stuff. So just relax. Toe curling, cringe hearing Hillary. Yes, it is. It's awful. Al Gore pulled the same going local vernacular. Another barf bag moment. John Kerry going to get him a hunting license. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, Top three scenes uh, for Hopper, in my opinion. Paps, blue ribbon, blue velvet. I remember that. Yeah, that was a little scary. That was, I was uncomfortable. No doubt about it. Let's see today. What do we got here? Uh, I took a screenshot recording of what before the New York Post article looked like before they changed it. There was a next video card and a title in the whole new video about Paul Pelosi dying. Either New York Post got hacked again or they made us a real weird goop. I don't know what that is. Just reading as it comes. source with Paul of the situation tells NBC that Paul Pelosi remains in ICU surrounded by family members. If you get hit with a hammer, truly, right? I mean, are they going to go to that length? Are they going to go really go to that length? My gosh! Hello, Eddie. Oh my gosh, how I love your show. Your show is just the best. I still so look forward to sharing this time of day with you and your show. I so I I look forward to sharing the time with you, Judy, Judy, and just like you said, hollering, "Where's Nancy?" to make sure she wasn't home. So have to romp with hubby. Media opposite says wanted to harm Pelosi. Uh, Tapper said nine thousand reports, but not which were left. That's right. Uh, all sorts of stuff. All right, we'll bring it back here in three minutes. We'll pick it up there. We'll have some more Halloween fun here in the Kiva when we return. Uh, the polls are out there and uh they have it krqe i just checked out the uh, article posted uh 37 minutes ago um governor's race near dead heat krqe poll and they put that fat woman's face on there uh as well as the fat third-party person uh so you got uh michelle lujan grisham and mark ron let me read you the intro uh, shall we um this is the second in a series of two articles about results from KRQE News 13. It's a close race for governor's office with less than a dozen days to go. The latest poll from KRQE News 13 shows just how close the race really is. Through a series of questions, polls to 1,000 New Mexicans, a poll conducted by Emerson College reveals that the gap between challenger Mark Ronchetti and Democratic incumbent Michelle Lujan Grisham has tightened across the state. It's an even race. The poll suggests it's a tight race, according to Gabe Sanchez, QE 13 analyst. At the end of the day, it all hinges on turnout. There you go. You're going to show up, right? I told you this was Trump back in 2016. Okay? This is the same thing with Trump 2016. Okay? I know that uh, that third candidate, okay, who's up from some other place, that she has the Trump voters. Uh, she just lost those Trump voters because Trump just endorsed Mark Ronchetti. And all the other people are already turning up for Mark. Okay. It's all hands on deck, folks. It's the DeSantis camp. It's the Trump camp. It's everybody coming together to make miracles happen. That's right. That's what we're gonna do here, folks. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna pull together and save this state. We can only save it at the executive level. You're not gonna quit here. You're not gonna believe the gaslighting going on by the urinal. Okay. Tell you what, get rid of the journal. Okay, subscribe. I will post better links and better information. My stuff is vertically integrated with video. Uh, everything you need. Then you get your little AP stuff too. There, I'm an AP radio station. Only one in the entire state. That's not easy to come by. We want to make sure that Michelle Luhan Grisham is unemployed at the end of this. Okay, we're going after her job. We're going after her job. We didn't get Tim Keller's job. Okay, but we. We're going to get Michelle Lujan Grisham's job. We didn't get uh, Manny Gonzalez's job, but Paul Pacheco's, Paul Pacheco's going to be the next, uh, I like saying Pacheco. I don't know why I like it. I don't know. Even though I know it's Pacheco, no. Hey, Paul Pacheco! I've always
0: wanted a Pacheco to be elected, no. The Pacheco, is a pretty good clan out there, the
1: Pacheco, knows They're pretty cool. I like them. Down to earth, no. Let's get Paul Pacheco elected, okay? Oh, the Hispanic vote. Oh, they don't like wrong kitty. What's wrong with you? That's not racist. Racist? Let's continue, shall we, with uh, Tap, Tap, Tapper uh, giving us the uh, in- information here.
4: Dingle of Michigan has also received voicemails that would make your stomach churn. He oh. shared this one with.
1: <laughs> it, it would make your stomach. I've been down to the Whole Foods around the CNN Center where they're having. It's like, you know what makes my stomach churn? The weirdos at the Whole Foods at the bottom of the CNN Center. They're disgusting people. They smell, they all smell like patchouli and I don't know, organic peanut butter. I'm not gonna be Ugh.
4: Ugh. CNN last year after former president Trump singled her out. I hope your family dies in front of you. I pray to God if you got any children.
1: Is that the same voice just not done in the the Hick draw? Is that the same, I, I swear it's the same guy. They die in your face
4: as much as Donald Trump is part of the problem here. Oh, Oh, the man
1: who took $16 to be president of the United States somehow was responsible
2: for that voicemail. Turning it on later, are we, Tapper? CNN finally coming in for the win, are we? I see you're you're turning into the news organization we thought you were, aren't we? need to
4: know, these threats and horrific acts are not only from the right. Back oh. in 2017, Republican oh. Congressman Steve Scalise was nearly killed. He was shot. Being shot. during. He was shot by a Bernie bro at the
1: baseball game. Wow. Look, this is really even-handed. You know, you can trust CNN because they're now fair and balanced. Oh, oh wait, that was Fox News, right? Oh, yeah, they're fair and balanced. Remember, they were calling the... Yeah, they called the presidential election like at 9 p.m. Biden was waving his hands by 11 p.m. Then they dumped all those votes, remember? In Michigan and Wisconsin and Pennsylvania and all those places. Right, right, right. You
4: guys remember that? Yeah, I do too. ...an attack on a congressional baseball game. Supreme Court justices are also under threat. What? This summer, a man traveled to D.C. from California. You're going to go ahead and vouch for Kavanaugh now? My gosh. This, this CNN
1: is something. Is this a promo to tell us how even-handed and how CNN is saving democracy, one story at a time.
4: are armed to the teeth, with the stated intention of killing mm. Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. Also, not save governors,
1: oh. candidates for governor. Yeah, we were going to kidnap. Uh, right, someone was going to kidnap the, the the governor. She had uh, uh, there was four people in the detail of the people who were going to kidnap the governor of Michigan. But uh, don't pay attention. Those FBI agents, they pull off great, great rednecks. I mean, they grow, they grow those damn beards out there and they run
0: around and they're shutting the hunt rifles, right? They go, they go kidnap that
4: governor over there in Michigan. This week, three men were convicted of all charges after supporting a plot. The guy's eyes are literally cross-eyed in the picture. They all have the same beards. They all look like the same guy. <laughs>
1: Not hard for FBI to hang out with those
4: guys to kidnap Michigan's Democratic Governor Gretchen Whitmer in July.
1: Don't I mean, worry, she's going We don't have to kid- kidnap her anymore. Uh, she's going to get beat by uh, somebody by the name of Tudor
4: <laughs> and jumped on stage to try stab with a star- sharp object. Look at that! Congress- Look at that! Zelda, and
0: you're trying to stab our man up in New York, who's about to win uh, governor for the state of New York.
1: That's nice to see New York. That's nice to- because after all, your CNN center is located just. Right there in the, uh, the corner of uh, Central Park there. You'd, you'd want the same type of bridge, right, uh, Tapper?
4: A Republican candidate for New York governor. To get some perspective of how bad it can get, yeah. let's turn back to one of the most tumultuous and wow. darkest chapters in American political history.
1: All right. I'm going to stop here. So I'm going to help you along with this before the media gaslights
2: you even further.
1: and I'm gonna to speak to you in a very serious way, okay? There's so much writing on this. The husband of the third most powerful person in the country was supposedly attacked with a hammer and got through security detail, right? That doesn't say anything about the violence towards representatives and people who are elected. What it does tell you, it tells you about the heightened importance of these elections, that someone is willing to go to those lengths to stage that and allow that to happen. They're now letting you know, and this is what's called a program, a predictive programming, okay? When this stuff is inserted and talked out loud and the silence is just shattered, absolutely shattered by a story like this, you have to understand to be responsible is not to follow this. Okay, I don't want you showing up at Biden's rallies. I don't want you to go ahead and yeah, yeah, get her done. I don't want you to do any of that stuff. Okay, I want you to shut up and call hundred people to get out and vote. I don't want you running around waving your flags. I don't want you running around throwing Trump stickers. I don't want you to be a target anymore. Okay, and enough of that. I'm I'm a large enough target for all of you guys combined. What I want you to do is pick up the phone and start calling people and just tell them to show up to vote. Don't want you stuck in the polls. If they're going to cheat. They're going to cheat. We know that. Okay. This is how important this election is. The tapes for JFK are supposed to come out December 15th. You and I, both, you and I, we all know what, what really happened. Okay. We're not going to put that out there. That, in and of itself, is pretty dangerous. But CNN is. Building the whole story here, and then adding the cherry on top. I hate to say this, but that's how much importance they placed on these elections. Just take a listen.
4: On November 22nd, 1963, viewers who turned into CBS were met by this chilling report. From Dallas, Texas, the flash, apparently official, President Kennedy died at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Only five years later, April 1968, Walter Cronkite again. Good evening, Dr. Martin Luther King, the apostle of nonviolence in the civil rights movement has been shot to death in Memphis, Tennessee. Think about that, the leader of the civil rights movement preaching the importance of nonviolence, murdered in cold blood. Only two months later, June 1968. We've heard an alarming report that Robert Kennedy was shot in that ballroom at the Ambassador Hotel in Los Angeles. These are the extremes, political violence taking the lives of the nation's leaders. We reference them as a point of caution. We're at a moment right now of extreme polarization, where calls for violence are leading to actual violence. We cannot pretend that these are all isolated fringe events. There are people in mainstream accepted society, elected officials, TV anchors, others, who have been creating a permission structure that is helping to open the door to this violence. A permission structure created when they dehumanize opponents or smear them or belittle or make light of acts or threats of violence against their perceived foes or spread conspiracy theories. And while it might feel as though the political divides of the present are too vast to bridge, Now is the moment that we all need to stop and think about our common humanity.
1: Okay, so everything that Jake Tapper is doing here is the opposite of its intended effect. The intended effect here by CNN, okay, is to prepare you for an event that is going to happen,
2: okay? Predictive programming.
1: They wouldn't be putting this out there if they weren't already going to make this happen, it's not a conspiracy theory, folks. Okay. Predictive programming has happened over and over and over again. That's why I talk about how everything's vertically indicated, how things are connected, how there are no coincidences. Okay. You have to understand that. The, the key for you is not to play into it, how to avoid any of that, how to get out. None of what's happening in these last 10 days has anything to do with solving the problems. Of the country they're not talking about economy they're not talking about crime they're not talking about policies that are going to improve this country now it's just all-out war by other means okay it is psychological warfare that is happening step away from the tv step away this is this is what your low information voters are getting okay and and they they feel something which is what keeps them glued, okay? And it's like people who watch horror movies. I don't watch them because I can't stand blood and gore and all that kind of stuff. But let me tell you what happens. The people who feast on that, then they start developing an appetite for that. And then they fuel that. And then that's why we see all the violence coming from the left. This is classic projection, okay? Cognitive dissonance. Wishful thinking. I I would go that far. At Ohio State University, okay, one of the uh, best schools in the country for psychiatric work. I had a uh, friend uh, who graduated from St. Pius with me, and he got, he got his MD and his MBA and his JD, I want to say. something. No, his MD and his PhD. Sorry, the guy was smarter as old get out. And he decided to focus on um, psychology. He okay? he's a couple years uh, ahead of me. right here, the psychology of extraordinary beliefs, predictive programming is theory that the government or other higher-ups are using fictional movies, books, as a mass mind control tool. Now you can say news organizations are manufacturing the expectation that these things are going to happen, so that when it does happen, the impact isn't so great or tell you, we didn't tell you so. And then it's easier to control you and remedy, but you're not remedying. What you're doing is you're shutting down your ability to go ahead and fight back and deal with this yourself because you've handed it off to another group to handle it for you. That would be the government or another institution that is charged by the government to handle this. Okay. As a mass mind control tool, predictive program is a mass mind control tool to make the population more accepting of planned future events. It was described and proposed by researcher Alan Watt, go back and look, late 70s, early 80s, who defines predictive programming as a predictive programming as a subtle form of psychological conditioning provided by media to acquaint the public with planned societal changes to be implemented by leaders. If and when the changes are put through, the public will be ready, already be familiarized and will accept them as natural progressions, thus lessening possible public resistance and commotion. Now here, here, here you go, here's the stain, okay? Now you gotta go ahead and put the stain on this and totally discredit predictive programming. Okay. It's so sinister and to manufacture this is so cynical that only the worst people on the face of the earth could actually, like Eddie Aragon or, or Alex Jones or David Icke, that's right. <clears throat> Then it was popularized by Alex Jones and David Icke. The most notable cases of predictive programming are the examples found in *The Simpsons*, *The Dark Knight Rises*, *Hunger Games*, and the oldest being from *Futility*. Information can be found in a blog posts, and many conspiracy theorists have either made videos or have spoken on the subject. Now, anytime you put conspiracy theory in front of it, what is the problem with the conspiracy theories? Is we're running out of... Well, uh, what's the what's the saying? Someone texted in. People who believe in this theory are mostly conspiracy theorists. There we go. Blah blah blah. Just stain it all. Who think there will be a totalitarian government takeover. No, there's not going to be. There already was. It's already happened. Okay. You don't have choices. You just don't know it. Okay. Your choices are limited. You're allowed to breathe the air that they allow you to breathe. You're allowed to live the life that they allowed you to live. Okay. We've already gotten to all sorts of things like fully digitized banking, for example. Control that. Once they get you to buy their electric car, they can control how far you can go. Once they go ahead and start quarantining, uh, they can tell you when to go, where, and how to go. We went through that process for two years. Okay, so these are all things, these are all things that have completely eliminated freedom, but you're okay with that because you think that somebody's really interested in your personal safety. Somehow you've got it in your bright mind that Anthony Fauci and, uh, and, uh, and Joe Biden's really interested in my freedom and my personal safety. People leave this theory? believe, uh, who think that there will be a totalitarian government or on one or more on the mild side, theorists who believe tragic events are inside job are completely fake. David Icke proposed that the Sandy Hook shooting was predicted in the Dark Knight Rises because Sandy Hook is shown on a map in one of these scenes. Now, here's what's really interesting about all this within these universities is they repeat the same thing so they only have to have one or two proofs. So let me tell you the difference between Republicans and Democrats. So that you understand. And, and you have to be able to think about this very abstractly. And it's important your takeaway. Remember, I have a degree in political science, I have a degree in economics. I understand this stuff. Okay. And it's about sales. Remember, politicians are in the business of selling, selling. Okay. So you have to be able to sell. So um I'm a statistics statistical seller. So uh, so I'm a Republican. Okay. I sell from the stats. You can't argue from the stats. The stats are facts and it's backed by data, which has already happened. So I don't need some theory that I'm trying to sort of, you know, invent that I'm trying to run all my information to prove that my theory is correct. That's what communism is, which is clearly on the other side, okay? That comes from feeling an emotion and an event. It's driven by a single event, you know, the Bolshevik revolution, 1905, all the way down till you know, uh, in uh, Lenin in 19, in 1922, was the control of information, getting people to believe an event and then replicate it and then repeat it and basically duplicate it like run ditto machine. Oh, it happened there. It happened there. It happened there. What's going to happen when it happens to here? And then you start to realize, well, that's false because in no way is that meaningful. These anecdotal events, and we are, without the proof, and then we advocate for all sorts of things, or the victims do. It's like, where's my right to privacy? I don't want to be found out. This isn't good. I don't want to be re-victimized, right? But all the while, you can't negate what has happened to, quote-unquote, happened to them. Yet you can't really prove it or ask. And if you do ask, somehow you are immediately a conspiracy theorist. So Republicans and conservatives in this country rely on data, examples, and gathering of information as the most reliable way to prove whether or not something is good or bad on the other side on the left you use one or two examples then you magnify it amplify it right you make you go hyperbolic and you create that example and then you go out and pitch and sell it okay now we're, we got two different salespeople walking into the room over here on the left we have a guy. guy's very dry seems like a total a-hole but Somehow you can't argue with his data because he seems to have everything bingo, bango, bongo, it's right, right? Then you got on the right, you got the other person coming from the liberal side, right? And they talk about the example, and I had the opportunity to meet with six-year-old so-and-so whose family had to do this, this, and this. And like, oh, my gosh, I don't want that to happen to me. That shouldn't happen to anybody. So I got $50 in my pocket, $100, bucks, whatever I've got, okay? and I'm a Joe Q public, and I'm just sitting in front of two people, okay? And, the, and, and this is a dog and pony show. I don't care if you're looking at the 2016 debates, if you're going back to 1960, six, is it 1960 you know, Nixon, you know, you know, who's more relatable? Well, by and large, low information voters will gravitate towards what? The emotional connectivity of something in which they can identify if they've been there before, if they can empathize, right, or worse, sympathize. Empathy is something that, you know, we all have. Oh, I'm terrible. Sorry to hear about that. Sorry about your mom. Sorry about what's happened. How how can I help? Sympathize is like, oh my gosh, I've been there before. You know, let me share my own experience and this is a really bad situation and we need to find more people who have gone through this very same thing. And then let's create this affinity group and then we're going to march on Washington and rah, rah, we're going to take things down. Okay. This is what happens. Okay. It, it's, it, it is a, uh, it, it is a, a horrible way to create a group think situation because it's mixed and jumbled with emotions and, 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 and things that might be clouded by a feeling or a thought that maybe didn't really happen. What happens oftentimes with victims, which is why police officers have such a difficult time with victims, is the accuracy, which is why we have a court of law, is the accuracy of that person's recollection of what happened. Were they in an altered state? Were they in something? Oh, it didn't matter. It happened to me. And this is what, and I'm going to go ahead and do this. And then their whole entire life is focused on that, right? And you have to believe them because they're so incredibly passionate about it. Yet this guy is just sitting here on the data and the data doesn't support that. That that probably happened, and based upon this, the probability of that happening is limited. And I'd like to see more proof. Well, you're an a-hole. Okay. So, <clears throat> final point being, or the simplifying overarching point being, is you have to understand that this is a battle, and I'm going to make it real simple between hearts and minds. Minds on the right, Republican, conservative. Hearts on the left, bleeding hearts, liberals stories what's being sold now here's the key when it comes to empirical data okay universities are very good at massaging the data and creating seams windows and opportunities where they can validate a certain control group and that's what happens okay the expectation is you have something called confirmation bias. This must have happened. Let's go find the data that's going to prove that this is actually right. And what will they use? They won't use data.
2: What will they use? Polling.
1: Polling. Polling is a left-winged operation, okay? The poll for today, okay? I'm going to ask you, there's no way to prove whether or not this is true or not, okay? Is there more crime in your area than there was a year ago or less? Now, you don't know. Factually, there's no way you can make the determination that you know that there is more crime than there was last year because you couldn't even tell me how much crime there was last year. Have you gathered the data? Do you know? No, but you can answer a poll question. And according to the polls, it looks like 83% of the people who answered on Rock of Talk on Saturday said that we have more crime. Is that a right answer? No, it is not right. But at the university, based upon what we've learned, that when we've polled people, and there's no reason not to trust people, right? You're gonna trust them, right? And their polls and their answers, they must be right. They had no reason to lie, it was just a poll. That doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it any more right than the person who walks in with the story. It is just a poll. It is what the left uses. How did Bill Clinton, how did Bill Clinton became, become a respectable president? after what well, you thought that he did it? Uh, i could relate to him yeah we've all been there you know had an affair whatever right that's what they say but how did he become a, a good president how did he have thriving economic success was it because of him no it was not because of him why was bill clinton a good president because the man that i'm going to interview on wednesday newt gingrich Gave him a contract with America and said, you will adhere to these things. And these are the things that we want. And this is the contract for the American people. We're going to make government work for us. And if you don't sign this, then here's it is. And they got rid of Hillary Healthcare. And they said, you're going to do this. And we're not going to do all these things that you want to do, you commie. Okay, I no, didn't say that. I'm saying it for him because that's what Bill Clinton was, was headed towards, totalitarian government. Okay. So let me simplify this and kind of bring it back just a little here when it comes to predictive programming. If I were to ask you a question as to whether or not something's going to happen, there's no way that I can aggregate enough of you to say, oh yes, definitely gonna happen. I'm giving you my opinion off of what I know has worked and what we've seen has happened in the past. Is it anecdotal? No, we have proof that it has actually happened. It's weird, right? Uh, Here's the strange thing. The big hole or the seam or the gap that exists, right? is still creating enough of a probability and that people, like, we can't believe that people would be so cynical as to, as to do certain things from the left. They believe that. And we can't help but think that these people are absolutely doing it because they control all the variables. And the truth is somewhere in between. Us on the right, we know that in order to control, and that's the most evil thing that there is, and use and, and dominate and, and, and bait people, we know that that's what they do, Okay. We know they're conniving SOBs. On the left they are like, oh, we could never do such a thing. And that'd be horrible. And there's a way to explain that this is definitely not gonna happen. Meanwhile, they're always doing that, right? And then we're starting to find out how how everything's all connected and things are very strange. And then it happens. But we're not allowed to say it happens because we're conspiracy theorists because predictive programming has been advocated because of one or two examples. The two examples are, well,
0: David Icke and, and Alex Jones. Anything that they, we ever bring up well, can always be explained away because they have the example of David Icke and Alex Jones. That's right. They'll use those two, and we have to expect uh, uh, absolutely accept everything else that they ever sell to
1: us. Why? Because of David Icke and Alex Jones. Now, I'm gonna take this a, a step further and just step out of this conversation for a moment to make a point about when Joe Biden comes to town. This is why you don't go and you allow yourself to be made examples of because you don't control the variables they do. Step out of the danger, okay? And when they got you, they got you. Play nice, be mannered, let it go. Understand when you've been had. Don't put yourself in those situations, okay? Now, I'm um, I'm gonna go to Alan Watt for a second, okay? He died way back in 1973. Okay, writer, speaker, self-styled, philosophical entertainer, known for interpreting uh, Japanese, Chinese, Indian traditions, of Buddhist, Taoist, Hindu philosophy of Western audience. Okay. My buddy studied him extensively. My buddy was like basically a road scholar. He gained a following while working as a volunteer in the KPFA radio station in Berkeley. He wrote more than 25 books and articles on religion and philosophy, introducing an emerging hippie counterculture called The Way of Zen, one of the first best-selling books on Buddhism. In psychotherapy East and West, he argued that Buddhism could be thought of as a form of psychotherapy. He considered nature man and woman to be, from a literary point of view, the best book I've ever written. He also explored human consciousness and psychedelics in works such as The New Alchemy, which I actually read, that's the only one, and The Joyous, cosmology. After his death, his lectures posthumously, popularity through regular broadcasts on public radio, especially in California, New York, and more recently in the internet, and sites and apps such as YouTube and Spotify. The bulk of his recorded audio talks recorded during the 60s and the 70s. What's really interesting about all of this is he was such a powerful thinker, and he understood the mechanics and the dynamics of how to c- control, and he literally verbalized it, of how to control people. But it wasn't through this active form of control. It's a very passive form of control, okay? An active form of control is me telling you what to do. A passive form of control is me suggesting, influencing, making you think that you came up with that thought, and then you basically... I've got you when I know that you're repeating back to me what you heard. Oh, that's why I know he's a good listener, okay? Your wife would tell you. Your husband will tell you that. Were they able to repeat back to me what I just talked to, or they just, like, listening, right? Let me go back to this predictive programming. Predictive programming at its core is a tactic to reduce resistance by introducing concepts that seem far-fetched and continuously reintroducing them to make these concepts appear more likely or at the very least acceptable. Let me go back. Predictive programming was first described and proposed by researcher Alan Watt, who defined it as a subtle form of psychological conditioning provided by the media to acquaint the public with planned societal changes to be implemented by our leaders. Told you who he was. Who was he? He was a leftist. He was somebody who advocated for these types of things. These things, much like the stuff of Hillary's maker, who you've heard if you watch the Dinesh D'Souza movie right is the power of gaslighting a psychological control of doing something so heinous but to say hey I, I could never have done that such a thing we've seen it a million times and now we're on the brink of actually like proving it and we're all saying it at the very same time Yet they still they still acknowledge it now, i'm going to say something very dark here there's two things first you don't know anything about sort of the, the stars and the moon here on this Halloween night, you should know that the first time in 273 years, the night of the election is the first lunar eclipse election ever. And if you think that doesn't have meaning for them,
2: think again. We'll talk more about that. We will definitely be talking about the lunar eclipse, first one in 273 years on the night of an election. Okay. Second, <clears throat> and
1: I think, you know, it, 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 this doesn't give me any joy to, to talk about these things. All right. You should understand the darkness, or some people will say Satanist or whatever, right? Whatever they are, the dark, the darkness, you know, the one eye, the patch that, the they, 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 uh, symbols will be their downfall. The reason why that has come out, right? And it's like the QAnon people have put that out and they've sort of integrated that. And, you know, QAnons, it's never taken off and it's never been anything that you'd want to pay attention to anyway. I mean, JFK Jr. coming, like just stupid, ridiculous stuff, right? The whole thing. I got some guy locked, locked me on a phone one time for like 20 minutes. And I'm like, oh, I'm finding uh, the cities of gold, Coronado cities of gold. And he's on the QAnon stuff. I'm like, Get off my phone, idiot. I'm not going to go to the air with anything that you're telling me. So there's something very interesting with Satanists and evil that relates directly to this. And I want you to think, I want you to really think about what I'm going to tell you because this is is probably one of the most important things that I think I can share, even though I'm not going to share it the way that as powerful as maybe somebody else could share it uh, with you, because I don't know enough about it, okay? So evil, darkness, witches, Satanists, these people, okay? That they, they have this power. They, they, they advocate for what they want to do, and people feel, can feel free to believe in whatever they want to believe, okay? That, that, that's fine. But their power comes from them telling you what they're going to do before they do it.
2: Let me repeat.
1: The power, there's a movie that comes out where this guy is like driving his family out. I don't know what I heard about It's like, oh yeah, that's Satan. Satan tells you what he's going to do ahead of time before he can do it. And he's also predicting the future and telling you what's going to happen in the future before it even happens, almost pushing you into that very future, what it is, right? People throw out tarot cards, sort of the same thing. It's like, oh, you're going to this, this, and this. And like, it's manifest destiny, right? We control your destiny. Well, it's the same, th- this is the same thing. Like, you don't want to mess with these types of powers. So Satanist symbols will be their downfall. Darkness, people in the media, okay, telling you that these things are going to happen, okay, are telling you things are going to happen because if they don't tell you that it's going to happen, then they believe in this karmic energy that's going to happen to them. They might be subjected to the very thing that they're advocating for, and one of the reasons why they don't feel guilty about doing this is because, hey, I told you so. told you it was going to happen. You should have paid attention. I told you it was going to happen. You could have avoided this. You had choices. You see that ending part of some of the most evil, sinister movies. Like, you could have avoided this. You had a choice. And now I have to get to, like, like, like Anton Chigurh, right? At the end, like the very dark, very evil spirit, right? He doesn't consider himself as anything other than playing the part, right? That's part of the power of Satan. That he's serving something higher in, in the midst of all this. So he's telling you you had a choice. You didn't have a choice. He was like, okay, well, that's evil. That's like pure, unadulterated evil. How do they get away from that evil that is going to, be, that is going to claim you? They tell you about it ahead of time. That cleanses them. That cleanses them from any of the same evil that they're going to be executing on behalf of the, the universe. They always talk about universe and energies and all this crap. Okay? That's what they do. That's what they do. They, they, it's like they're slinging around. That's like a, what all these Marvel movies are all about. It's what all this crap is about. You have to understand it, okay? You have to really, really understand it. That's what this is an exercise in. Please listen one more time.
4: ...of how bad it can get. Let's turn back to one of the most tumultuous and perhaps darkest chapters in American political history.
1: So Let me tell you what's going to happen. If you don't vote with us, let me tell you what's going to happen if you aren't a Democrat. Let me get what's going to happen if you decide that you are going to go ahead and go along with those people and do it. You're going to bring back one of the darkest chapters. Do you really want to have a choice? Do you really want to do that? Or do you want to go ahead and give your souls to us and what we're doing, what we're advocating for, the green new energy deals and all the things and be with us on our side. They're not even giving us a choice anymore, folks. They're literally telling you, you don't have a choice. And if you don't jump on board with this choice, then... And you know what, I I will tell you, on a personal level, I take a tremendous amount of pride in the fact that I am so hated, I am so disliked, I am so such a truth teller, I am such all of these things. I I I take such pride in it. Because I know that I'm not of this world. If you're hated by this world as I am, folks, you're on the right side of things. You don't want to be liked by these people. To be liked by these people is to sell them your souls okay i don't mind telling you same thing that happened why why do you think so many people have left and washed themselves out of michelle lujan grisham's uh, um uh place they're like i don't want to be captured by that gotta have some sort of freedom of choice to do what i need to do my own life i'm not going to sacrifice myself at the altar of this democrat party i've been down that road i know what that's all about understand that this is the ultimate gaslighting ultimate projection, ultimate predictive programming, and it's all happening right now. This is why you got to turn to God. It's why you got to pray, okay? I, I turn to a bottle. I turn to all sorts of things, okay? Just, just, to, do, just to get some level of sanity, okay? Because all the things that I've been battling, and it's constantly coming at me all the time, right? And I think I'm finally getting my head straight on some of this stuff. Because no, no man is powerful enough. I don't care how powerful you are. Okay, what you think you're capable of handling? You cannot handle this level of bad energy coming towards you. Trust me, you cannot. Okay, and they're going to not stop, and they're going to keep coming because what fuels them is the competition, the competition for the next, the next thing, the next. They don't stop.
4: On November twenty second, nineteen sixty three, viewers who turned into CBS were met by this chilling report. From Dallas, Texas, the flash, apparently official, President Kennedy died at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Only five years later, April 1968, Walter Cronkite again. Good evening. Dr. Martin Luther King, the apostle of nonviolence in the Civil Rights Movement, has been shot to death in Memphis, Tennessee. Think about that. The leader of the Civil Rights Movement preaching the importance of nonviolence murdered in cold blood. Only two months later, June 1968. We've heard an alarming report that Robert Kennedy was shot in that ballroom at the Ambassador Hotel in Los Angeles. These are the extremes, political violence taking the lives of the nation's leaders. We reference them as a point of caution. We're at a moment right now of extreme polarization, where calls for violence are leading to actual violence, we cannot pretend that these are all isolated fringe events. There are people in mainstream accepted society, elected officials, TV anchors, others, who have been creating a permission structure that is helping to open the door to this violence. A permission structure created when they dehumanize opponents or smear them or belittle or make light of acts or threats of violence against their perceived foes. Or spread conspiracy theories. And while it might feel as though the political divides of the present are too vast to bridge, now is the moment that we all need to stop and think about our common humanity, or at the very least, the basic golden rule and how you want to be treated. Political violence in America is no longer a threat, it's a reality. Two years ago, a lawyer dressed up like a FedEx delivery man and showed up at the New Jersey home of U.S. District Judge Esther Salas. Her son Daniel, celebrating his birthday that day, ran to open the door. That lawyer opened fire. Daniel was killed. His father was shot three times, but survived.
1: I want you to to think about all this stuff, folks. All right, tonight. And uh, tomorrow we'll get back to the issues. We'll focus on all these things that we should be focused on. The latest stuff has uh, come out as far as the polls don't despair. That's what they want. They want you. They can take away your will. They can take away your want. They can take away your purpose and your aim and your direction. Then they can take away everything. That's all they need. I got a couple of texts coming in. We see this very, very long. As usual, the fake news media spotlighting Dimwit Obama. I've seen a YouTube video showing Obama getting drowned out by massive Let's Go Brandon. Oh, by the way, every single time you see, um, Kung Fu fighting, just think of, uh, F Joe Biden. It's the same thing. Everybody was F Joe Biden. Let's go, Brandon. Chant at a recent event to say Whitmer's Hyde event in Michigan. Most of his voters know that he never brought the change they had hoped for. He's repetitive in his artful, empty messaging. Obama shares his best approach. He tells audiences to ask the candidate to how they want to bring jobs, as if it can happen. That's exactly how he bantered against Trump in the 2020 election. And President Trump kept his promises and delivered on real change in short time, showing how Obama, how it was done. He not only brought back more jobs, he did it Obama's impossible. He revived the steel industry. America became the energy independent. The economy was thriving. Everyone had more money in their pockets. We had hope for our country and the world felt safe, unlike what is happening now. The hypocritical left is all talk without any positive results. We the people need to vote Mark Kitty and as governor of New Mexico. This is our opportunity to stop the suffering and be part of the red tsunami that is coming. That's great. That's a fun fact. Bill Clinton on his way out the door bought a nuclear reactor for North Korea, a French-made reactor, as he knew it was unlikely that Bush would allow any after-the-service or spare parts to be sent to Kim Il-sung. Hey, Eddie, just to let you know, I've received two text messages like this. Put a stop and they keep coming. This one. Hi, Loretta. I'm Marfer, a volunteer for New Mexico Dems. Can we count on you to vote for Democrats up and down the ballot? Uh, Hell no. Uh, Eddie, I agree. MASH should be banned at polling places. Okay, that's crazy. Amazing that we have to say that. Uh, you're making me laugh, a man of many voices. Uh, let's see. I don't understand what this person is texting me, but there you go. I'm going to go out to a good song. You might uh, know it, and uh, it's a lot about what I'm talking about right now. It's from Elvis Costello. It's called Radio Radio. Thanks, everybody. From Elvis Costello and the Attractions, I'll see you tomorrow bright and early at 4 p.m. Stay tuned. We've got uh, Bill O'Reilly up next.
9: I'll do anything my radio advised With every one of those late night stations playing songs Bringing tears in my eyes I was seriously thinking about hiding a receiver When the switch broke cause it's old They're saying things that I can hardly believe They really think we're getting out of control Radio is a sound salvation Radio is waiting us they say you better listen to the wise right side of reason, but they don't give you energy because they think that it's treason. So you had better do what you were told. You better listen to the radio. I want to fight the hand that feeds me. I want to fight that hand so badly. I want to make them wish they'd never send me. Some of my friends sit around every evening and they worry about the times ahead. But everybody else is overwhelmed by indifference and the promise of an early bed. You either shut up or get cut out. They don't wanna hear about it. Only inches on the real to real, and the radio is in the hands of such a lot of fools trying to anesthetize the way that you be real. Salvation radio is cleaning up the nation. Say so you better listen to the five shot of reason, but they don't give you energized because they think that it's treason. So you had better do what you were told, of. you better listen to the riddle. What if I win?